0: We confer upon you a rare gift these days, a martyr's death.
1: You will not only have life eternal, but you will sit with the saints among the elect. Come, it is time to keep your appointment with the Wicker Man.
2: to dark discussions you have a place for the discussion of horror films fiction and all that's fantastic i am one of your co-hosts philip from the state of new hampshire in the u.s of a and with me in the state of michigan this is eric eric how are you sir i am well excellent and in the state of new york hi this is mike mike how are you sir i'm fine phil how are you doing all right and in the commonwealth of virginia
3: hey this is barrett barrett what's up not too much
2: Alright, sounds good. So, uh, for folks who are new to the podcast, or even our regulars, uh, we are the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. Basically, what we do here is we talk about horror films, sci-fi, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grindhouse, house, fantasy films, drive-in, fair, foreign language films, cult films, and the like. Basically, we try to talk intelligently about a genre that deserves intelligence. And uh, we usually have episodes. So weekly, including some of our side podcasts that your co-hosts that you hear on this podcast also participate in, and we do have an email. It's darkdiscussions at aol dot com. Please, in the subject, type in DDP, and then any subject you want, because uh, as long as you have that word, the DDP, I can do a find in the mailbox uh, to find your emails because uh, we do get dozens of emails daily from uh, people that are trying to get us to review books, screeners, uh, films, you name it. It's just hundreds of stuff. And
4: um, What if they're listening and they put DDP in their subject?
2: Then, yeah, well, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they usually don't. They usually don't. They they usually send out a email to all their contacts, which are podcasts and what and and magazines. No, I, know. So.
0: Right. But there's, but there's, I just you a jackass. There's,
2: there's a title. You. For you. They usually don't.
1: They
2: usually don't. Ooh, that's a good. That's another great power title.
4: Twenty <laughs> twenty-nine. Another title of a movie this year.
2: Yeah, we were they talking. They usually about, don't. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. That is that is actually pretty awesome. But uh, we were talking <laughs> offline how the, all the generic title names this year, and uh, that that just fits in perfectly. Uh, you could actually say that, Eric, and I would believe that was a title.
0: That was, <laughs> well, would, yeah,
3: but it would actually would be searching pique my for interest. It. it would pique my interest because I'd be like, what do they? What don't they usually
1: do? <laughs>
2: that's, that's true. That's true. It's, and, and out of the generic names, that's actually a better name than all the the real titles. For so. sure. Uh, Well, anyway, um, tonight uh, is uh, November 2nd, 2023, uh, two days after Halloween, so hopefully everybody had a great and safe and fun Halloween, uh, whether you're an adult and went out and party, whether you gave out candies to children, or whether you went out uh, with your children, or if you're a teenager or a young one that went out, so hopefully all had fun.
3: Um, Just sad that it is over.
2: It is over. I put away my Halloween shirts. It was very depressing today. Yep. Yep. I only kept out the ones that are kind of goth passing. You know, you can pass them off as goth. But the ones with pumpkins and witches and all that, I had to put them away. Except for uh, I'll keep them. I'll put them out when I go to conventions. But that's about it until next year. Uh, today I went I went back to a She-Hulk uh, <laughs> t-shirt. Uh, yesterday it was a Taylor Swift shirt. There's my reference there. So um, anyway, um, back back to uh, this podcast here. Uh, so, yeah, please email us, and we'll read your emails on the podcast. Uh, we also appreciate any reviews on Apple Podcasts. And uh, on com. Eric, what else can people find over there?
4: Well, people can find a link to our Patreon account. Patreon allows you to financially contribute to your online artists like us. Pretty soon the show is not free. We have to pay for things like uh, domain names and web hosting and computer equipment and movie rentals and so on and so forth. So if you would like to help support the show, that's how you can do it. You can go to patreon.com dartdiscussions or click on the Patreon badge on any page of dartdiscussions.com. Any and all contributions are greatly appreciated.
2: Indeed, indeed. So uh, anything that uh, you want to contribute is great help, and we always give back. Uh, we do have a, a handful of films that uh, we're going to uh, record because they were uh, listener suggestions. Uh, we actually did just have our listener suggestion, uh, our last episode, which was episode 599, uh, An Angry Girl and Her Monster was the film, a 2023 film, which was the Halloween Angry special. Angry
4: Black Girl film.
2: Ah, you're right, angry black girl. So, so you're right. You're right. So, uh, that's a title that you'll remember. Even yes, yes,
0: it, up. it is. Um,
2: but yeah, and it's so it's pretty uh, descriptive. It is, it is, and uh, so that was a, a contest that we had where uh, one of our listeners uh, got to choose, and in the process, they also won a Blu-ray, brand new, unopened, The Conjuring uh, Blu-ray. So uh, that was Amy Rain. Uh, she's a podcaster, an artist. And it's happy anniversary. Her and Ben just uh, had their, I think, 20th anniversary. Uh, this is just a day ago, yesterday. Actually, it's today, I think. Yeah, so congratulations there. Uh, also, Ben, I think his birthday was recently, too. But either way, um, Kevin's sorry. birthday was yesterday. Yes, Kevin Letts. It was his birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to Kevin Letts. He's uh, one of the uh, co-hosts of some of our side podcasts, uh, as well as uh, one of our contributors. Um, And uh, what else? Uh, Oh, and Amy uh, enjoyed our episode on uh, the angry black. Girl and her monster She, uh, uh, me and her were talking back and forth today on text because I uh, uh, was getting information to mail her the the Blu-ray, and she uh, enjoyed the episode a lot. So, Good. yeah, yeah, excellent. Uh, but uh, that was episode five ninety nine. Um and uh, oh the reason uh eleven to twenty twenty three which is the date today where we let people know because some of our listeners like Pam are always curious when we uh, record our episodes because sometimes they aren't released immediately however, tonight's will be released immediately most likely tomorrow uh because as I just mentioned episode five ninety nine uh and there's a big number tomorrow, uh with this one what's what's the big number what are we celebrating what's going on here
4: tonight is episode six hundred <laughs>
2: That nice. is right. Yep. Yep. So, uh, 600 Dark Discussions episodes. Uh, almost all of them are available except for, uh, a couple that Eric always bothers me about. A couple? Well, a couple hundred. <laughs> like the first two <laughs> years? Yeah.
4: Oh, a yeah. couple hundred.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Well>, years almost? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so there's, uh, Um, I got to get those back up uh, because when we we transfer it to the the new uh, website, um, I haven't uh, loaded everything up yet. But uh, we do have over 600 – we have over 600 episodes if you want to include all our side podcasts and specials and all that.
0: 150
4: with you, which you can access.
2: Yes, yes, 450, <laughs> at least access. Uh, so, actually, that's probably three years that are missing, Eric. Three years, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we release one episode basically every month. I mean, every week. So that's 52 episodes a year.
4: Indeed, uh, that math checks out. Yeah,
2: yeah. And uh, Eric, you're you're a scarcity. What's that at now? They're close to 602, right?
4: Uh, actually, because we take a week off every once in a while, uh, we just hit 550. Oh, there you go. So, so we're lagging almost a year behind.
2: And and that is, Eric is a podcasting fool. I think that's that's, the title. That's something.
4: Yeah, you gave that title. Maybe fool's not strong enough of a word. (laughs) Well,
2: well, well, it is. is. Yeah, yeah, so podcasting fool or not. uh, It's all good, Eric. It's all good. Uh, But either way, um, what – is going on since it's been a long time or through the celebration with the, the Han and all that good stuff. Uh, we had a, what What did we do on uh, the Facebook page, Mike? What was that all about? I don't know. What did we do? Well, well we, uh, the <laughs> Apparently film. Apparently, Mike think, is new here. Uh, well, I, I think, I think it was your film that won <laughs> it. So if, that's why I'm asking you, Mike. Oh, wait, did I put it on there? Oh you're
4: talking about the <laughs> Oh my god. Are you suffering from dementia? I know.
0: I Bill asked not. me
1: this so long ago. I don't remember what I volunteered other than I you know, my usual. Um you're talking so I'm I alright. You're so you're talking about the uh the thing, this thing specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tonight, yeah. We've yes. had so many Tonight. we've had so many other things we've been doing lately. Um Yeah, so we each picked uh was it Thirty-five films? I don't remember. Four.
0: Four, four <laughs> films.
1: Uh, that would be a potential film to, but uh, we would call it a classic or a pole film, or, or at least what we, we think is a classic or a pole film. We um, of four uh, of us. So yeah, understand some, what that means. And uh, somebody picked this movie. I, I don't know who. Apparently, it was not ben, me.
3: Who? It was not me.
2: It wasn't me either. So I, I'm pretty well, sure it, it was you, right? Me.
3: Yeah. But so yeah,
1: so we, we put the poll up on Facebook, right? And people and people on Facebook, if you follow us on Facebook, uh and uh ignore the occasional spam bot that sneaks through, uh you would uh you would have had the opportunity to vote on which of these movies you wanted to see us cover. And what? uh and the winner by a wide margin was uh this this film.
2: Right, right. So let me read off uh, all the films that were, were potential topics for the 600th episode uh, because every 50 episodes we do uh, a tentpole film or what Mike said or what Eric said was some of us know. What, what a temple film is because or three of you do anyway <laughs> uh, and i think that was a shot at me but either yeah, way uh, yeah i got it was
4: yeah
2: all right so uh either way uh, here, here are the, here's the list of the 20 films uh so final destination the two thousand twenty. uh oh was it
3: oh, maybe should 16. be 16 yeah you're right a sixteen. unless we have another person i don't holy know holy
4: god what is going on tonight
3: <laughs> yeah i don't I, know I, but I, i'm I, starting yeah. to think that i'm insane well
2: I I I think uh, there's there's some mistake. So either way, uh the final destination or final destination, uh the two thousand original, uh the nineteen eighty six da- David Cronenberg The Fly, uh the original uh, uh that was your original uh and Final Destination was Eric's. Uh the the uh, classic uh Sean Cunningham film Friday the thirteenth, the original nineteen eighty. And I think that was Eric's oh, choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yep. Then the, the Korean uh film The Handmaiden, uh from twenty sixteen, that was me. Uh the science fiction slash horror animated film, Heavy Metal, nineteen eighty-one, that was me. Um the nineteen eighty-seven Clive Barker directed Hellraiser, which I believe was Barrett. Yeah. Um then the West Craven nineteen seventy-seven. The Hills Have Eyes, which I believe was Eric, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was either Eric or, or – oh, could have be? Yeah, I think it was. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. One of us did it. Anyway, it wasn't me, though. I know I didn't pick that one. Uh, then we have the 1987 uh, – oh, I forget the d- director's name. Uh, shit, it's a woman. Uh, but it's a Bill Paxton film, Near Dark, 1987. Wow. Catherine Bigelow. Thank, Thank you. Not- yeah, but Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, that's yeah yeah. Okay. yeah, and I think that was your pick, Mike. I forgot that. Um, the Knight-
4: these are the Deuce Bigelow. I, I don't I think that would have
2: been, been me. Yeah, it could
4: have been. It uh, might have been me.
2: Yeah, it could have been you, Eric. Yep. yep. And then we have uh, the George Romero, Lithuanian American. The Night of the Living Dead, 1968. From Pretty sure that was Pittsburgh. Eric. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yes, yeah, I, I think, think it, it was. was. Yeah, and then uh, Barrett's uh, pick. Uh, the 1985 classic, and I forget the director's name. He just passed a couple of years ago. So he was pretty big. Uh, Reanimator. Uh, so that one. And then another Barrett pick. Uh, the, uh, the I think this is a Cronenberg film. Uh, Scanners, 1981. Yep, Cronenberg. Yep. And then I think Mike picked this one. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan's The Sixth Sense, 1999. And then uh, I did the uh, 1984... Uh, classic trauma film, The Toxic Avenger. And then I think Barrett did this one as well, Uh, 1983's, and I think this is another Cronenberg video (laughs) drama, right? So there's a lot of (laughs) Cronenberg here, there's a lot of Cronenberg. And then I did uh, the 1997 classic horror anime film, Wicked City. And then tonight's winner, and uh, we'll bring that up in a a moment. Uh, So I think that's pretty much it. Um, Anybody else have anything to say before we we go? Well, we'll talk about the poll after, but uh, let's get into uh, the name of the film. So, uh, Eric, uh, what are we going to discuss for our 600th episode tonight?
4: Tonight, we're going to be talking about the 1973 classic, The Wicker Man. I could a tale unfold.
1: Whose lightest word would harrow up thy soul, freeze
0: thy young blood.
1: To investigate the disappearance of a young girl. Where is Rowan Morrison?
0: If Rowan Morrison existed, we would know.
1: I suspect murder.
0: search have already In told. the name
1: of God, woman! What kind of mother are you that can stand by and see your own child slaughtered?
0: You are the fool, Mr. Harvey. You're liars despicable little liars.
2: morrison existed we would
0: know I suspect Manda. she was back you are the fool Mister. where is rowan morrison oh my, oh my god! god it's time
2: for your appointment for the wicked man and that's right so uh this is the 1980s 1973 film the original uh not uh, the bees uh,
4: the be fucking the the
2: <laughs> Oh, my God. That was the beginning of, of his fall. Yeah, uh, but I no, saw no that in the theater. <laughs> that was when he was an A-lister, and then, then that kind of hurt his career a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this film here uh, was uh, directed by Robin Hardy, a uh, screenplay by Anthony Schaefer, uh, and the film has a, a pretty solid cast of well-knowns. Uh, Edward Woodward, uh, who was a, a television star in the U.K., uh, got this role, wasn't well-known outside the country, is is what I, I uh, was told or read, and then he became a blow-up blow star where he did a lot of TV shows afterwards, and, and he became famous in the U.S. Uh, Britt Eklund, uh, the Swedish actress, uh, well-known for a lot of films, uh, a lot of great classic uh, cult films, for that matter, such as um, Get Carter, and Machine Gun McCain, and Stiletto, and then, of course, uh, the man with the golden gun. She was a, a James Bond girl. Uh, then we have uh, Diane Salento, who uh, came out of retirement specifically for this film, uh, and she was only like 42, so she retired real early. Uh, she's an Academy Award-nominated actress for uh, the movie Tom Jones. Uh, then we have Ingrid Pitt, uh, arguably one of the greatest Scream Queens in horror history, uh, big, uh, big in uh, early seventies and late sixties, uh, horror films. And of course, uh, uh, legend Christopher Lee. Um, let's see. So, uh, the film, uh, uh, is considered a classic film, um, by almost everybody, uh, has fantastic reviews. Uh, one of the greatest horror films of all time is what people say. People say it's actually one of the greatest movies of all time. It's listed as as well. Uh, When we did our top 10 horror films of all time special Halloween episode back in like 2014, I think, or 2013, um, Wicker Man was in my top 10 of all-time horror films for me, personally. Um, So uh, I guess we can get into uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. Then we'll uh, talk a little bit about the poll, and then we'll talk a little bit about uh, folk horror and art house horror, and then we'll talk about the film in detail. Uh, it's, it's 50th anniversary is in December. So it's, uh, believe it or not, 50 years old.
4: The film is, it's just nuts. So, uh, let's start with you, Eric. What do you got? Um, well, this movie is, is considered a classic. Like Phil was saying, I just heard about it cause I'm alive. Um, I think I first caught up with it back when I had a Netflix disc subscription in the 2000s. Um, And I was watching pretty much a DVD a day for several years. Um, And I believe it was in that period of time that I ended up watching The Wicker Man for the first time. And I got to tell you, nothing is quite as disappointing as having a classic movie that has been hyped up to you for years uh, not live up to it. And that's what happened with me with the wicker man. I'm prepared for the deluge of hate mail. I don't like this movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't. There's weird way too much goofy fucking singing in this movie uh, for, for my tastes. I have trouble even considering it a horror movie um, because there's so much goofiness going on with them. It's, the semi musical. Um, so that, that aspect of this movie just really takes me out of it and does not allow me to engage with it on any kind of serious level. Um, so sorry, I don't like the wicker man. The only reason it's still talked about in my opinion is because of the final scene of the movie, which to be fair is pretty awesome. Um, but the rest of the movie I can leave. Um, so this is this is I'm the weird dude that doesn't like the wicker man and I'm sorry, that's how I feel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Uh for you
1: Barrett.
3: Yeah, I did not see this film before I saw the Nicolas Cage one, sadly enough. So my perspective's a little different than Eric's because I hadn't really It wasn't really on my radar. Um, Certain things hit my radar back in the day, and this one was not there. Uh, When I saw the Nicolas Cage one, I was just like, oh, my God, this movie is so freaking bad. Um, It just, I hated it. Um, And then in the, I don't know, later in the 2000s, I finally got to see this, and I really like it. Um, I'm not a fan of musicals, but it didn't bother me in this, because usually the songs were... Telling a story that uh, was relevant to the current scene that I don't know. It just worked for me the way they did it. Um, And I thought the story, while not really scary, I I do like cult movies a lot. So the ending really gets me. I really like that. Just how the manipulations occur and everything. So I I thought it's a good film. Whether I would say it's one of the top ten ever, eh, I don't know about that. Um, but I, I think the ending is awesome.
2: All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, uh, I actually heard about this film because I ran into it. Um, basically, I used to go to Best Buy weekly uh, back in the '90s and um, look at their DVDs, uh, specifically horror anime and and drama for, for sure uh because I'm, I'm probably more of a uh, drama fan than horror or cult films um but either way uh i i saw this big giant pine box special edition re-release found footage that had been lost etc of this film called the wicker man and it was like 35 bucks instead of the regular you know 15 or whatever dvds were back in those days um and the box is pretty cool and i still have it today um it's it's an awesome box and it has two discs discs in it one which is the original cut of the film whatever that means because there's like five different cuts of this film now and one that's the the longest cut of all and uh they put in those scenes they had found from like uh old prints or vhs tapes or something and they added it back into the film uh because the original um print or or whatever that thing's called it was was destroyed or something uh so the quality uh you can see the difference between what they added back in and not but either way uh that cut is really good um and it's uh um a great great box set uh pine it's like a pine box uh and it has the symbol of that sun that we've seen of the of, you know their cult uh so I, I went home and i put it in Completely blind and not nothing know about the film, and immediately this film made me creeped out because the it's just these people are nuts like like they're pagans and that kind of just like freaks me out um, it, because it was just strange their, their behavior. Uh, it was alien. Bill is
4: the alien. protagonist in this movie. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. 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 So I,
2: I remember after seeing this film, I went with my girlfriend at the time, Josephine. Sai. Um, she's from China and, and, and she, but she liked you know, I'll be going to cultural festivals, which I do too. I go to them all the time. I go to the Greek and the Egyptian one and all that. And she wanted to go to the Scotland games, the Highland games up in, uh, about 30 miles north of me. So we went up there, and everybody's in cults. Uh, cults, oh, my God, there's a, there's a slip of the tongue. Uh, kilts, and, and they have haggis, and all this, you know, and everybody's just, like, you know, uh, going nuts. And I was like, oh, my God, this reminds me of the wicker Man. Just, I'm, I'm, I don't like it. Not Did you eat it. haggis? No, no. That's even scarier than... Yeah, yeah. I had shepherd's pie or something. I don't know what I had, or a hot dog. Maybe it just had a hot dog. But but it was actually fun. But the first reaction was just thinking of this movie because uh, this movie takes place in Scotland. But either way, um, I yeah. So the movie as a horror film, uh, even if it's intentionally not gory or bloody, because uh, uh, Christopher Lee specifically didn't want to do a, another monster type movie. Um, but it was it was enough weirdness in the film to make this film really uncomfortable for me because it's just weird. It's like no way these people and especially in the quote unquote modern era, right? Even though it's 1973 Um, and I watched it in 1996. And so, um, yeah, so that it works as a horror film because it makes me uncomfortable. And when films make me uncomfortable and they are supposed to make me uncomfortable, that's, that's a good thing um then as a as a midnight movie it has plenty of boobs plenty of hey. boobs and so that that's a very great yes yes it's a great thing so so i'm a big fan of uh of uh that yes type. we know yes yes i am uh and naked females and there's a lot of that yeah and, and we, we know so and brit eklund as we, we all know is a was a like one of the most gorgeous women ever so and Ingrid Pitt, for that matter. So, so yeah, it, it has a lot of positives that way as well. Um, and then, as Barrett and Eric, so eloquently said, the ending is unfucking believable. It's like holy baloney! I could not believe what I saw. I was like horrified. It was so scary and so uncomfortable and so disturbing. I was like, wow. And then how it ends, where it just ends. It's like, no way! This is a perfect movie. This is a ten best film ever so i love this film it's just so good i rewatched it for the first time in like 18 years maybe or 15 years or something like that uh this morning before work and it's still unbelievable it's so good uh so big big thumbs up it's a great pick by you mike uh, because i believe it was you because yeah it wouldn't be eric because eric didn't like it so it had to be you and um and I'm glad we're going to talk about it because it's just a great film. Uh, I should ask Chrissy because she would have loved talking about this film, probably. But either way, um, that's my thoughts. Uh, Mike, what do
1: you got? Yeah, well, this is uh, – I guess I'm the last one to have seen it because I watched it for the first time last night. Uh, no kidding. How about that? Yeah. Now, it's weird. I know it's a classic. And I know the Nick Cage movie came out in 2006. Uh when did the happening come out?
4: 2008 maybe?
1: Okay. So that's about the time I discovered horror etc. and I cannot
4: hear <laughs> <the Wicker> <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Cuz I can hear the wicker man without happening horror can- etc. One thing comes to mind.
1: Yeah, well actually it's it's like without without hearing uh Anthony Mann uh talk about the wicker man because I know he loves that so much but I but I knew the Nicholas Cage movie uh so I knew that it was a, a, uh, I knew it was a, a, apparently a a popular horror film uh popular enough to get remade popular enough for everyone to say how uh, disgraceful the uh, Nick Cage film was uh, whether you agree or not uh though it's a, another matter uh and yet I don't ever remember caring about it until maybe around that time. And if, if not for the fact that the dates just don't line up, I would have said that was through Anthony. That was the first time I ever heard a freaking movie. So I don't know why I didn't know it. I didn't know, don't know why I didn't know of it. Um, I certainly watched plenty of uh, Hammer Horror and Christopher and Amicus Horror in my younger days because uh, they showed that all the time on TV. Uh, obviously, they weren't showing this one on TV. I, I do think that, that there are a, a, several reasons why this uh, withstands the test of time, or at least as remains popular and talked about. And the ending is absolutely one of them. And the other reasons are the ones that Phil just talked about, (laughs) um, which is the, um, remember this is 1973 and yeah, there was a lot of taboos and things being broken at the time. Uh, but there was still not a whole lot of, uh, full frontal nudity in films. Uh, not certainly not in something that wasn't a deliberate uh, exploitation film. I don't know, if, and I don't, I don't get the sense that this was intended to be an exploitation film. Uh, you know, but I'm, I, I suspect because that I probably would have enjoyed it more, like if I was 13 and went, "Holy shit!" Um, Which I is still state of the, the, Yeah, I mean, it does start with one of the, the greatest lines in uh, in cinema history. Uh, which which of course is uh, I'd like a dinghy, please. Um, and and this is I don't think I think if you did another remake of this and gave a three hundred million dollar budget behind it, I don't think that they tried they could make it look any more seventies than it actually looks.
3: No, they couldn't.
1: Um which is pretty incredible. But I think it's a really good movie about the uh about the evils of folk music. <laughs>
4: um Yes.
1: And and I don't see I don't I know they kind of made it a musical, but they kind of didn't because it's not like there's dance numbers out of context in the film. Right. People are it's not like West Side Story where you're having a gang fight and for some reason they're dancing. Um,
4: Clearly, you've or, never been in a gang fight.
1: Yeah, well, apparently not. <laughs> really? uh, the, the, this is people at a celebration. They're, they're just singing songs. And making merriment uh, at a May Day celebration, as I imagine you would. Uh, there is a, a scene I'm sure is Phil's uh, top ten scene ever, which is where there's sort of a siren song where she's trying to seduce the.
4: Uh, the
2: uh, it's a pretty awesome scene. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome. Sorry, S- Sergeant
4: Howie. Um, and that's except like- for the awful dancing.
1: Yeah, well, that no, and, that that was
2: pretty good too. No, was body double no filled, it wasn't. Just, you know. I know it was body, double, but she was, it still it was still a very good looking woman,
1: or or, or a butt double, uh, yeah, a butt double. You're right, yeah, yeah, and which which she was not fond of because she she thought she had an ugly butt. She was very well,
2: and, and she was three months pregnant too. She found out at the time, so yeah.
1: well, that's why she wouldn't do it. I guess is she wasn't going to do the butt stuff. Right, right, but. Uh, personally, I really liked the film as a, as a whole. Um, I think a lot of that uh, just comes from uh, Ed Woodward's performance because he's he is so earnest. And you mentioned the ending. If he doesn't have that response, right, at the end right, of the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he doesn't react that way. I don't think that Oh my
0: god. Nearly Sorry.
1: Uh, I, I just don't think that that it that it has anywhere near that impact. Um so I said, I liked it. I thought and and, and blessed be, it was only 88 minutes long the version which I think is the theatrical cut. Mm-hmm. Uh so there's been ser- I did do some research last night and there were there are several editions out there and so you, you mentioned the the uh whatever the pine box cut uh that that they've got they got source material now so originally that was coming off of like
4: videotape
0: that's
1: the footage and now it's uh
4: the final cut
1: it's now the final cut i guess has the footage in from actual film stock so it looks much better from what i've heard nice nice But yeah, I like this quite a bit. Uh, But yeah, I it's I'll agree. I understand the the music. Music was music was not great. Um, You know, you got. Bourne rigs and barley rigs and oil rigs and Diana rigs and Diana. <laughs> you well, know you know what it
2: reminded me of. It, even though it was in English and it was more folky, it reminded me of all the Quebec French and Portuguese weddings I went to where they played the pokers. It's like, what the hell music is this? Right. <laughs> and
1: so I, but I'm not going to say the music is any way out of place. Right. Right. You know, it it, it makes sense in the context of that movie. Of that place and with those people, you know, it makes perfect sense that that's they're they're singing. That's right. Um, and quite frankly, it also makes sense given the music of the night of the early seventies. That's another possibility. If you weren't going Black Sabbath, there was always the John Denver route or you know the folk music route. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, I just I just I, I just there's a lot I think. That's easy to to look at and sort of laugh at because it's dated, it's very dated, but it's it's dated for the time period that it's set in, right? So that just makes it feel more authentic.
2: To me. Right, right, right. Because it, it's it's right after the summer of love and folk music was there, and and,
1: and, they, and, and, they, that and, and like and like if this if this was. Oh, I don't know. Let's say you decided to make, I don't know if nobody would do this, but let's say somebody decided to make a three-hour movie about uh, a folk ritual in which somebody was sacrificed by being burned alive. It's, let's say they decided to make that in, some, I don't know, say 2020 or so. Um, Hereditary? No, Midsummer. Um, midsummer. That's what I about to say, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it might have been, uh, it might not have worked as well, but you kept it under 90 minutes. And so, to me, it, it moved pretty well. Uh, I, I was never bored. Um, they moved a bit, and I just found the interactions between the characters entertaining.
2: All right, sounds good. Anything else, Mike? Uh, that's
1: it for now. All
2: right. So, all right. So that's our our thoughts on the film. Uh, first, we want to thank everybody who participated in the uh Yep. Yeah, and shows uh their their uh picks. Uh so we'll do this again in I guess in another fifty episodes. But either way, uh Eric, do we have a wiki?
1: Wiki Wiki.
4: A Puritan police sergeant arrives in a Scottish island village in search of a missing girl who the pagan locals claim never existed.
2: All right, that's, yeah, that 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 works. Okay. Uh, yeah, perfect, perfect. I, I always thought he was just Episcopal. That was very religious, but yeah, maybe he was a, a Puritan. Fair enough. Um all right, so that's pretty much the the summation there. Um so uh what we do here on the podcast, we we give our reviews as as uh we just did. Uh and then uh we talk about things. So what we talk about is general stuff first. So we could talk about folk horror or Christopher Lee or Ingrid Pitt films or Britt Eklund films or or um our thoughts on Uh, the music, since I know Mike and Eric like talking about it a lot. Just a joke. Um, But, you know, just general stuff, uh, English horror, things of that nature. But then at a certain point, we throw out a spoiler alert. And at that point, we talk about everything and anything to do with the film, including uh, endings, things that happened that uh, could uh, give away parts of the plot, things of that nature. But, again, you know, we could also say this is a 50-year-old film, So it's a little different than if it was a brand new film that we're reviewing. Uh, But either way, we're going to throw up the spoiler alert at that point, and you can uh, pause the podcast, go watch the film, and then come back. Um, All right, so that's pretty much it. So uh, let's get into one thing. I want to start. Uh, The general stuff is uh, the poll. The poll. Uh, So I thought it was a pretty pretty solid list of twenty films there. Uh, Anyone? uh, Or sixteen films? I keep on saying twenty. I don't know why. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I I still think we could do
4: Matt Hard. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but uh, I just did math homework with my daughter too. But, but was that like,
1: I said, I think we could still do fewer films that the, the four each is a lot. And
4: well, that's from back in the day when we had three hosts instead of four. So yeah, maybe knock it down one next time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. Bring it down to six. Uh, oh, there I do. Bad three. math again. 12, 12 films. Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> Your
4: daughter's screwed. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And, I, and I did pretty good on the math. I said, Uh, so, uh, but yeah, yeah. But either, even though that's a fair point, Mike, uh, I think we we did have uh, a pretty good, wide range of different types of films. Um, some more tent polish than others, as are, are complied, Um But generally, all um, kind of cultish classic type films, whether they truly fit the you know the mode or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the choices. And and there were some standard ones, you know, uh, representations of Wes Craven and Cronenberg uh, and such, as as usual. Um, I suppose someone was about to say something. Was that you or Yeah, one? that was me.
4: Um, I just wanted to say that I thought this movie, upon giving it another watch, I still don't like it. However, I would like to consider the possibility – that the writers of the script were trying to make a point about um, trying to force your religion on other people. Um, so if you want to talk about that, we can talk about that later, but I, I, it's something that caught me uh, upon this watch of the movie.
0: So no, yeah. I agree with yeah. that. He, I mean, yeah.
1: that's spoiled the film, but he ends up where he ends up because of who he is. Right, and he had just been willing to roll his eyes and move along. He mm-hmm. um, it, it, it probably never would have ended up there. You know, um,
4: uh, no, we can, he, we can talk about that more after spoils if you like, but I just thought I wanted to throw it out. There is one thing I thought was pretty interesting about the movie. Sure. Sure.
2: I, I, I do have to say, um, considering, uh, this film and a film that was just mentioned, uh, Midsummer, um, Midsummer, though it doesn't have that, um, the protagonist having the religion, like like this protagonist, they do have um, the same thing where people are set up uh, against their will or even unknowingly being set up. Um, and, and they that's, kind of
4: flip the script on that one, but I see where you're going.
2: Yeah, and and that kind of kind of itself is frightening. I feel and and. Even though these aren't like a witch's cult or a satanic cult or something like that, it's enough of a quote-unquote cult to scare the bejesus out of me. Based off of the ending of this film, as well as well,
0: I mean,
4: I, I, well, we can have this discussion later. But it, like, what's a cult? Does well, yeah. athletes have more money. That makes them not a cult. Uh,
2: no, well, what I mean is human sacrifices. That that's cult. Okay. That's cult. That's that's what I'm talking about.
3: Um, so that's, well, that's, just, it, it is kind of what you say, though, um, Eric, when you get down to it in current days, if you look at religions, the ones that have more money are, more are considered not.
4: religions and the ones that don't are considered cults. That's what I was right. saying that. Yes.
3: And, well, and Scientology is not, well, so you know, they I have know. a lot of money, but I don't know that anyone would not say they're closer to a cult status than they're recognized religion. by the government. They are. As a religion, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well,
3: well, there's, there's a lot of religions that
2: uh, are questionable whether the and, and many of them are even mainstream and are some of the largest in the entire world that one could could say are problematic. Um, right. So, so that's that's. I, a I'm just point.
4: saying something being a cult is all from a point of view, and yep. the people on this island might consider Christianity a cult. They definitely and I'm not, do. I'm,
2: I'm not disagreeing with any of, or, or or Islam, or or Judaism, or Hinduism, or whatever, for that matter. Um, but I, I do want to say that this is uh, the human sacrifice aspect um, is 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 somewhat disturbing. Uh, oh, it's
4: supposed to be absolutely. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Makes them more. Uh, they wouldn't consider themselves evil, but oh, I consider them evil. Here's um.
1: I thought it was interesting. It, it, this is, I just googled it quickly, and the first quote I found. Um, this is not by any means an, an authoritative answer. It's just a, a something to chew on answer. So right. there's a um, uh, religions are. Uh, it says that the priesthood is open to any person with the necessary qualifications, commitment. Religions seek a mass following. Cults rely on secret or special knowledge, which is revealed only to initiates by the cult's founder or his or her chosen representative. So you talk about mm-hmm. Scientology, right? You have, uh, and I don't know if this is in reference to Scientology or not. This is a quote completely out of context. Um, like other before the South Park special <laughs> uh, episode on uh, on the Scientology. Mm-hmm. The the what the Scientologists claim and believe it's all secret knowledge. When your theta rays get up to a certain level,
0: yeah.
1: only the inner members. <laughs> right. Got well, they, they, they secret they, special knowledge. Isn't that
2: um, unfortunate? Uh, I don't want to uh, derogatory of folks who that maybe follow this religion too, but I mean that that was
3: something that was said a lot about the Mormons at one point too, right? And Catholicism you know. at one point. I mean, all of them at one point, everybody's oh, but, religion was a cult.
1: Well, no, but this is what it's getting to is that it's only the you know, like the secret members of the secret society only it's only the special. Now, I guess you could go back and like, well, wasn't Jesus or that special person or was it Muhammad that special person? Um, but I think part of it is openness as opposed to secrecy. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly you could argue in this case, you have a, a cult the dedicated devoted to Lord Summerisle. He's spe- a yeah. special...
4: Uh, yeah, I get where you're going to say. I don't yeah. know if that I Is don't know there secrecy applies, They're, so they're, they're secrecy isolated?
1: There.
3: Well,
2: the secrecy, secrecy t- for, the, for anybody that's not
3: from that community. Right, that's not in uh, the know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know
4: right. if it's... Uh, because I don't know if it's secrecy. A, I think they're just sp- isolated and they had their own rules.
2: Right. <laughs> But, but, but they weren't I, I, sharing them. I, 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 that's what I'm saying. If if they didn't have a true secrecy, our our lead protagonist wouldn't have any worries.
4: Oh, okay, that's a fair point. Yeah. Now,
2: yeah. So now, Mike, continue what you're saying. So, so you're saying that uh, Lord Summer so who's the who's the head of the the island, he's like the de facto he, mayor, Christopher or, Lee,
1: Christopher yes. Lee as yes, the actor. Um. He's the cult leader. That's that's if 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 you want to argue this is a cult as opposed to, you know, a return to an old religion. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like well, let's let's go for example the, uh, you know, we know that there were there were religious practices in the past where, um, yeah, like the Aztecs, a sacrifice, right? Yeah, the Aztecs, yeah. right? Yeah. Right. So, Egypt, too. but they were yeah. but they were certainly main religions.
3: Well, and yeah, these so, people these people consider their religion being older than Christianity because they were there first. Kind <laughs> right. of how they see it. Well, so. well, th- yeah, they were
2: definitely in Ireland. I mean, well, not Ireland. This is Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. You don't ever call Irish, Scottish people Irish. No, they uh, uh, Yeah, they don't. Like uh, um, so, th- yeah, yeah definitely, this pagan stuff was most certainly there before Christianity spread to them. Um, but, um. I think Mike's point is, or or maybe it's your point, Barrett, that some religion this can be a religion, but is also a cult.
3: in other words, it's both Yes, it's both. Yes, exactly.
4: Okay, I'm not going to fight too hard against that. Um, but I guess the aspect of the movie that caught my attention was the fact that this 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 uh copper, as they call him is 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 running around this island of people that are of the same belief telling them how wrong they are
0: <laughs> very holier that's than now, for sure. thing to do. Right. yeah well i
1: think this this gets to this does speak to the the question of humility uh in your in your faith um you know both sides believe what they believe and because they do, he ends up dead. Uh, if either side you know maybe stopped and thought about it for a little bit, maybe he wouldn't be um well technically, even if he poo poos their their
2: faith because it is most certainly um not mainstream by any means with, you know the the um the whole thing but the that doesn't mean he still should have landed up at the place he did land at. But they have, but the, this these group of folk that he was poo pooing,
3: they had a hidden agenda, and so, well, they also felt like they were giving him an out and an opportunity, and he didn't take it. Right,
2: that was the fool part. Right, that's the, yeah. the because mm-hmm. there's four things, right, that that determine whether what made a good individual to consider, and yeah. the, the fourth one was the, the fool, but is it a fool or I mean, I know that's what their definition of a fool is, but was it a setup and he was tricked? Oh, absolutely.
3: Yes, absolutely. Both of those are true. So,
2: so technically I don't think he was a fool, even though they say it, but again, it, it works for their, their deal that they have planned for him. But, but, uh, I, I feel that, that, uh, yeah I mean what what he's, Well
4: I, maybe he's not a fool in the way that you how can I say what I'm thinking? Um, he's, what he's, not, he's not a fool for the reasons you're thinking, but he he was a fool because he assumed he was going to be able to come to this island and assert his authority that he thinks he has when in this place, he doesn't.
3: And he was all alone, and he didn't realize how alone he really was. Also, though, I I don't believe he even knew
2: that the, the people were this this religion, right? I, I don't. I think he was cool well, no, him.
4: but I don't think that it has much to do with it. I think he just came to this island thinking he's the shit because he's a cop and he's right. got the 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 crown's authority, and so they're all just going to fall in line and listen to what he has to say. Um, right, right. He and probably, that's not the case.
2: So he thought they were going to be all Presbyterians,
3: and he thought maybe there was going to be or at least some respectful sort
4: of-, of his position, and they yeah. were not.
3: Yes. as right. as a, as a uh, um, person that's representing the society that they're right. part of, he figures He's like I'm yeah. a
4: representative of the crown. I'm a police officer, and they're like, what the fuck ever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Exactly>. Well,
2: <laughs> but, but his his job, even though Mike would disagree, his job w- was was doing something good, which is trying to save a young child instead of having a young child be murdered. So he went there.
4: With good intentions.
2: Good intentions. Exactly. But the
4: way he went about it, he was a bit of an ass.
3: Right, right. Yeah, because, because... he got further and he had less respect for what they believed, he became more of an ass. Yes.
2: Right, right, right. Well, I mean, some of the things that he was horrified with, you could argue, are, are possibly okay to be horrified with, because, like, in the school children's scene, when she, they're talking about
4: the uh, Mayday. Well, let's, we're not past spoiler flag yet. So let's be well,
3: and again, that's just a societal thing. Their society Nearly. doesn't believe what your society believes. So, no, you couldn't say unequivocally that that was not right.
2: Well, it depends on your, your, if, if children at a certain age uh, should be... Uh, uh, taught certain things.
3: That's society's choice. Their society has chosen to teach it. Right,
2: but sometimes you can argue that society is wrong because certain individuals, especially that's young, when uh, you that, that young <laughs> minds That's when you get burned.
3: That's when you get
2: burned. Well, that's the thing. But, burn, but, Phil! Burn, Phil! But young minds... That's, again,
3: society. That's you pushing your version. Of no, no, no.
2: But it's, it's like the, the, the children in certain countries that are 12 years old or 10 years old that are giving guns and they cheer people that are killed in the streets and they, and they spit on them and stuff. That, that's society there, too, and that's wrong as well. So I don't think society determines if something's right or wrong. They do.
3: Those they, kids they do. are not being
2: punished for it. They, they do, but they're wrong is what I'm saying
3: in your opinion.
2: No, no, I I, I, I don't believe it's an opinion. I, I think it's... it's.
4: Well, then you're just as much of an ass as the character in this movie. Exactly.
3: <laughs> you're,
1: so you're <laughs> telling me... You're uh, trying to no, put no, your wait, values wait, wait. on
0: somebody you're else. Different. If, if I go that.
1: down... Phil, you're talking about 12-year-old girls being told that a penis exists.
2: <laughs> yeah. Where, and the symbolism of certain things, and, and that, yeah. And, and I don't... I obviously, don't think, that's what it's by different. By that
1: point, they're all... We're not talking about five-year-olds. We're talking about 12-year-olds. We're talking about basic biology. Right, and we're not talking about uh, dead bodies on the street and
2: having guns where they can shoot the bodies and spit on them. So it's a little different. You're right. That's a fair point. But, but this
1: is this is just literally, I mean, if any of these girls has ever changed a diaper, they probably have an idea what a penis is.
2: That's correct.
3: But this is where empathy comes on trying to understand another person's point of view, even though you can't. <laughs> Like, yes, you believe certain things are wrong, but not every society thinks those things are wrong. And you and I may agree that those things are wrong, but we still have to live in a world where people don't. And you have to understand. Well,
2: we also have to understand that we live in a world where a lot of societies are forced upon people as well. And some some you can argue that some societies or some cultures or some this or some that may be better than others for the fact of human rights and dignity. Now, this isn't human rights. This is this is just a
3: a group of people learning about penises in a a school. Well, they all seem they all seem to believe in not being forced into believing what they're believing. So, yeah, they're not a forced society. They seem very. I would say
2: <laughs> I would say that by the end even if if this movie is a commentary of forcing someone's culture or religion on someone else, you could still argue at the end, in my opinion,
1: I don't think it's a matter of forcing your or religion on someone else. I think it's it's just narrow no, no, no,
2: no, no, no yeah okay, narrow mindedness, yeah, so the cop is narrow minded so i but you could still argue at the end of the film that. These group of people, and you said it perfectly, Barrett, these people are evil, because they take a person without, without their free will and turn them into a martyr. But also, all the little children are dancing
3: and, and, and cheering on. Yeah, the, they see nothing wrong with this because exactly. they've been so, cultured to it. right? Right. <clears throat> right exactly. But in the end, you could also say he didn't learn a thing because he's praying to his god. And not to try and, you know, after he realizes they're not going to let him go, he's he hasn't learned anything really.
2: Well, what he learned is is well, this, well, this he well, he most he, I think he did learn. He's like fucked, but but at that point, every every no one, everybody that's in a foxhole is suddenly religious, right? But this right, guy was yeah, always yeah. religious anyway, so yeah. he he was just in character, and and I think this is what anybody who was religious or at least partly religious would, would be doing when something horrible like this is happening to them.
0: Well,
4: and that's a fair point about, but I think this character in particular was, um, highly, highly judgmental. Um, (laughs) and, and, and not only that, um, I mean, I understand the point you're, you're trying to make Phil about uh, the end result of this story and why it's bad, um, but I, I also object to the main character's behavior in that, um, basically the thing that horrifies him the most is that they're not Christian. Yes. Yeah. And, I think and, ultimately and at that one point is, he's yelling yeah. at one of the, one of the other characters, you don't have any ministers, uh, you That's it's a, a, are horrible people because you don't have Christianity or ministers here. Uh, and that's like a step too far, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, now, you know,
2: is very is this, right? Is there. this, is this the, the times, or is it just this character? It's probably that's just a great question. You know, I, I, yeah. I
4: don't remember enough about that time to say for sure.
2: Right, right. I'm sure it's it's a little bit of both, but generally, yeah. the the thing is, is yeah, if, if this was if me, I would have just rolled this, my this
4: eyes just made the year i was born so right, i don't right. remember a lot
2: yeah, fair enough <laughs> i i I, if I was i was thinking and i was there i would be thinking in my head these people are nuts but i yeah i wouldn't have insulted them that's for sure but i i then would have gone back and say there may be some issues over there because uh some of the children are uh um we, we should just have we should just be careful and, and, and check up on, on on the children.
3: <laughs> well, but, let's be honest; they didn't ever intend him to leave because they did sabotage his plane, so he yeah. couldn't leave. So he his right agency yep. and choice was taken away from him. Yeah, well,
4: and 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 to be fair, they did trick him into coming in the first place.
1: Right. right. I I was, think yes, 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 he did. But let's 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 be fair here to the cop. And this uh, is the UK yeah, where
2: where those poor bastards don't carry guns. But anyway, go on, Mike.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a bit of a dink uh, in terms of the way he acted towards them when he found out that they were not Christian. Huh. He was investigating a missing child. He was being lied to and manipulated. He knew it. He was smart. We yeah, were he, fucking
4: with him the whole time. Which and, he smart, smart,
2: and he was smart enough to know that they were fucking lying to him. But right.
1: Anyway. So it's not like he was a, but you know this. He's not like he was a tourist who just was visiting the town. Right. Um, and everyone was being nice to him. And then he decided, oh, well, you're, well, these are some fucking pagan fucking assholes. It was their assholes who were pagan. And that gave him a reason to maybe be more of a a little, uh, enthusiastic in his criticism of them and their culture and their society, uh, in a way that he shouldn't have been that went that he lost his professionalism. but. He had reasons and to be upset with them fundamentally they did murder him in the end. And <laughs>
0: spoiler alert. Uh
1: so he's not entirely wrong about that. I think we would all say, like, if uh our neighbors were engaging in ritual murder uh, that's probably a little fucked up. Little. Just yep. saying, and I don't think I don't think people like if you said, Oh my god, Barrett just ritually sacrificed a child last night, Phil's not gonna go, Eric, that's awfully judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> has true, a true. right to worship the way he wishes. Um, there there are limits and it's and, uh,
4: yeah, I I wouldn't be the one judging on that, by the way. Oh,
1: so, I say, I th- I think we would all okay. Call
2: the cops. Put it that way.
3: Yeah, no judgment. I'm just going to call the cops because you broke the law. Right,
1: because that's just (laughs) way too close. Right, right.
2: But, yeah, I I see your point. I I like your point uh, so far, which is probably the best point of the whole discussion so far, which is these people. He was there on, on good intentions, and these people were blatantly lying to him. He was smart enough to know that they were blatantly lying to him and being dinks. But
4: he let. His, no, they, they weren't lying very well. No, but not but
3: only was he there on Good Intentions, he I, was I don't there think for he's his an incredible job.
4: detective for figuring out they were lying to him.
3: Right, he was there for
2: his job too. So the <laughs> the the thing that that uh, ha- the problem was is that he got upset to the point where he became unprofessional and he became judgmental of them, and that was a, that was his fault. So
4: it became it became a personal mission rather than a police assignment.
2: Right, right, right. What he should have done is when when he found out these people were being dinks, he should have uh, came back with more folk, more cops, because it wasn't a job for one person. That's for sure. Yeah.
3: Well, I think he should have slept with the siren. At least then he'd have gotten some before he was killed.
2: (laughs) Well, he – that's – you know, though, he – he was engaged, and he was going to be getting laid in a couple of months anyway. It's just maybe not as good looking as her, but he was still getting laid in a couple of months. But the problem was, is uh, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. Uh, but as a Christian, obviously he, to the point of of um, following it to
3: the letter, I guess he obviously believed the body is, is one's temple. Well, and and, it was a virgin and, sacrifice, so by not. By not, you know, sleeping with her, that might have been one of their requirements. I don't know. They never no, stated that explicitly. It was. They, they stated explicitly. Uh, oh, they do? Okay. At, at the very yeah, yeah, they
4: do. And, <laughs> and it,
2: so, so that's why he didn't cheat, even though he was tempted, because every man is tempted, even even if, because, you know, that's just, or just how things work, nature works and works, whatever you want to say, where you're definitely going to be tempted by a, a Brit Eklund anyway. But that doesn't, but he, he didn't do it because he was already promised to another woman, and obviously he believed this body was a temple, and therefore he didn't believe in uh, sex before marriage. Obviously, his belief in sex was uh, that it meant more than just for dopamine purposes. You know, it meant love, it meant friendship, it meant uh, communion, it meant uh, various other things that that are more important quote unquote important or less fun right then don't well not necessarily because all those things if, if if the person you're doing it with as we all know that you know is your best friend that you're marrying and all this that that, that can
3: that's that could be great
2: obviously though they may not look like brick, brick i don't think
3: it makes it any better but that's just me
2: yeah well it's it or worse for that matter it, 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 it depends yeah i mean i don't know i mean yeah i mean some people that's you know sleep around as we know um So, either way, that was his belief system. And uh, he was going to honor it, and that's why he didn't hook up with Brett Eklund when she – So sad. Well, it's – yeah, that was a tough one, man. (laughs) (laughs) That was a tough one. Um so, uh, all right, so let's, let's do this. Let's just throw up the spoiler, because we're, we're we're like, edging there anyway.
4: Uh, uh, we've spoiled the hell out of it at this point.
3: Yeah, that's true. But, again, we've done that a couple of times. We and said, it's old. It's, like, you know, 50 uh, years old.
4: 50 it years is 50 years old. old.
3: Yeah, <laughs> we've done this with a lot of our uh, every 50th episode where
2: we never even had a spoiler alert and we just start talking about it. So either way, we'll, we're throwing it up now anyway, and we'll talk about it going forward. Um, all right, so let's see what else we want to talk. So, so yeah, so he goes there um, and immediately they're painting the asses to him. Um, and everybody keeps on saying they don't know who this girl is because he has this picture of this Rowan Morrison girl and young girl, maybe about fourteen or something, twelve. I don't know. And uh, everybody says, yeah, we don't know who she is. And he goes, yeah, but I got a, a call, uh, you know, message that she's been, she's disappeared, kidnapped, or something. And so he goes to the woman who um, supposedly sent him the message, and she says she doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> um, and 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 there is a Rowan her real daughter says but it's a rabbit or a hare if you prefer and so he's all like confused now because he goes okay so was I set up or is there more of a story or not because at that point he I don't even know if he even now believes there was even a girl there but he's going to stick with it and try to keep on finding more information and again he has to stay over because um you know, he just got there and it's now like six o'clock. So what's he going to do? Fly back. And he decides not to. Um, All right. So where do we want to go? What do we want to talk about? We got the cult. Well, let me rephrase. We got this, uh, these group of, of people and it's basically the entire island of folk who have this, uh pagan religion uh meaning uh I think you
4: can use the word cult phil' it's fine. I just wanted to point out that there's a different perspective that's all
2: sure 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 sure, sure but but I want to say pagan in this case because again, this is a religion that's based more at, on old Celtic and Anglo and welsh and whatever all those people are over there um jutes if you want to prefer uh, normans i don't know what they are but either way whatever english and scottish and welsh and irish people are there they're all um have this, they stay a religion religions that was all completely different just like the norse had theirs and the greeks had theirs and the romans had theirs and the egyptians had theirs and the aztecs and so forth so this is more based into that i guess and um it's very um into the May Day and um, sex and procreation and all this other stuff. And when you got a guy that's very religious where the body is your temple, this may disturb someone like that. Um, phalluses is everywhere. Yeah, phalluses is everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
4: people uh, dancing around naked all the time.
2: Yeah, people yeah. Have, <laughs> having sex.
4: And, and, well, and you missed it because you were away, but uh, well, when we took a break earlier – I was telling these guys that there was one line in this movie that made me actually guffaw out loud and it's when uh, he goes to visit Christopher Lee up at his uh, I don't know if you call it a palace but his his mansion I guess um, and he, he passes all the women doing their fertility ritual uh, and he's still looking at them out the window when he gets up there and, uh, and Christopher just, he's like you like it and he's like no they're all naked Chris really goes well. Of course, they're naked. It's far too dangerous to jump through the fire with your clothes on. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> well, and, and the, you know, it's
2: funny. It's the guy, a guy saying, "I don't like it," which is probably true. He doesn't like it, but he can't stop looking, can he? Right, right. <laughs> uh, that was a funny line. Yeah, about the clothes. Uh, um. And and that's the thing is that all these people are playing it straight, which is great. Uh, that was that was funny. Um, so uh, where do we want to go? Uh, what do we want to talk about? Who wants to throw up something that's on your list? Mike, you usually have a good, a good list. Uh, oh,
1: I I know where I don't want to go, and that's that's the summer aisle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I one of the things I appreciate is there is a there's a there is a mystery here seeded through and they I think they mostly play fair even if they're with the audience even if they're not playing fair with officer howie um so for instance it's a farming island and uh when the when the officer orders uh orders dinner they basically give him uh everything out of a can and he's kind of repulsed by the food, and you know, then talks about how terrible it is. He was expecting like fresh apples, and you know, and how miscolored the lima beans were, or whatever it was that he was eating.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: and and that just speaks to the fact that they've had a terrible harvest, and that they need to, to sacrifice him in order to please the the harvest gods. Uh, so there's little things like that. It's there. It, they're, they're, they're definitely leading you there. The weird behaviors start making a bit more sense. I th- the fact that he's being set up the whole time, I don't have a problem with. The idea that they got this elaborate in their ruse.
3: It, didn't they even research him?
0: Yep. Yeah.
4: I would have enjoyed one additional scene in this movie. Which is at the end, I would have enjoyed a scene, one more scene where it shows, you know, three months later or whatever, um, another police officer showing up on the island to inquire about the missing police officer and they say they don't recognize him, never seen him before and there's just a, a shot of a whole bunch of apple trees
3: (laughs) yeah that would have been cool i like that (laughs) right well i you know
2: i i I was thinking that could something like that too eric but i was also thinking that the harvest was going to be they were they were all fucked in other words like he said at the end he says meaning our protagonist he says um this ain't going to change the fact that you're, har- you're probably not going to get a harvest again next year either. Oh and, no!
4: It's more, more. It's much more interesting if they're right. Yeah,
2: yeah, but but I, I. That's the thing is
3: there was no supernatural really in this film, so. Well, that doesn't have to be supernatural. It's still just it just confirms their beliefs, but it still could be normal.
1: Yeah,
2: all right, yeah, but well, that I, I I don't know. I just like it even darker where they're doomed too, which I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like the be when they bad. totally
3: get
4: away with it and it worked, and they have a harvest.
3: Fair enough. But you could also go the route that they don't have a harvest, and he's the next sacrifice too. That would be pretty great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah,
3: that's true. I, I I did love
2: at the end too when they he, he's he's be, he's still not clueless. I mean, he's still clueless about what they're planning to do to him. Mm-hmm. But then then he goes when he says something religious, he goes. Oh, Christopher Lee goes, well, we're, we're we're doing a great honor to you. You're going to be one of the few folks that can die as a martyr. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> ooh, that's, 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 that hurt. Because, <laughs> because, because technically, Christopher Lee is absolutely right, but
3: you're dead. And it sucks. <laughs> so. He has such great
1: presence, too. It just, it really instills all right, yeah. Maybe getting mis- misremembering, but did he really die as a martyr? He, he didn't die for his beliefs. Well, you no, know, no, he died as, as
2: a Christian, and I don't want to bring this up because it's, it's unfortunate, but I remember when Columbine happened, and there was this girl that was um, under the, one of the tables in the library, and one of the, the, the two scumbags asked her if she was a Christian, and she was, and she said yes, and so they, they they killed her. And people said that she was a martyr because she wouldn't deny her faith. So I think, and unfortunately that's a real-life situation, but my point is, is, is I think if you die f- for your faith without denying your faith, then you are technically a martyr. And so even though he's dying because they're killing him, He's still dying as a martyr for his religion, in a sense, because he refuses to deny it and refuses to even beg for his life. Right. But, what, what are you going to say, Mike?
1: Did he really die for his belief? I like, I, I believe he I believe he did. Right. I mean, That's his belief was, was one of the
4: reasons he was chosen to yeah. be lured yeah. to the island. Right.
1: Exactly. If, if, he, so
2: if he if, if, if he, he found out if he was I fake.
1: If he had, if he had just, if he had not held to his faith, that if he had rejected Christ, they would have not sacrificed him. Maybe, that,
2: yeah, probably, right, yeah. So like, yeah
1: I think, think
3: it was think they had all these rules, so
2: right. Well, it's always one of those things. I've always thought about if, if you were, you know, if, let's let's say the the Muslim hordes invaded, and they, you were forced to either submit or you get killed. And a lot of folks back in the day when, when that happened um, in the Constantinople area and whatnot, a lot of them submitted and a lot of them didn't. The ones that didn't were all killed. And the ones that did submit did survive while they, some of them were just lying and they didn't – even though they quote-unquote converted, they eventually returned to their roots and got the hell out of there. So what's what's better? Converting? being killed or just lying your ass off and still believing in your faith and then get the hell out of there.
4: So that depends on your belief
2: system. Right, right. Exactly. So he could have lied and said he didn't really believe in it. And it was all a crock. Um, and I don't think they would have sacrificed him, but, Again, we we don't we we don't know. You know, they they may have said, oh, "We already got him here. Let's just kill him <laughs> I mean, well, or sacrifice him because they, they they couldn't let him go because if they did, he, you know, they're all in jail. So right. because
1: they were going to kill him. I do they so. Know They've just built this whole elaborate ruse. They just pretended to cut somebody's head off. They pretended a girl was kidnapped, which who, who wasn't kidnapped. Well, it makes them. What evidence is it that they were really going to kill this guy? Yeah, well, they could, they they would be
2: arrested for something. For what? Because, because if you did this to to cops in the states, you, you know, think, think you're just your local local police officer, if you you pulled some farce like this on one of them, they could charge you for something like maybe obst- uh, obstruction uh, of a police officer doing their job or something stupid like that.
3: So technically.
0: They got oh, the problem here I mean, is they I suppose have
3: a, they have have a, a local lord who is the authority. So this I don't dude know would have been that's...
4: a dumbass to try and follow up on that. Yeah. <laughs> like if he if he were to got out of that situation, if, if he were smart, he would have run away from that island with his tail between his legs and never said anything about it to anybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, once once the plane got knocked out, I think I would have just. Took my chance on the on the fucking boat, <laughs> and, you know, and, and,
0: and
2: say, you know what? I'm I'm just going to go the twenty something miles and, and pray to God that I I, I hit something, you know. Yep. As long as long as you don't head north or to to towards uh, um, the
4: Arctic Circle.
2: Yeah, I think I think, <laughs> think it will be. I was trying to think of that Danish island that's up there. Uh, not South of, Greenland. No, no, that uh, Faroe Islands. As long as you don't go that way. Uh, where you'll just land up in the Arctic, um, I think. I think he would have hit something. You know, so, I mean, I I would have just got the hell out of there because yeah, once once they sabotage your plane and radio, you, you know, it's not yeah, it's not good, it's not
3: good. Yeah, and what was he thinking at that point? He had to know that they sabotaged it. Well, and that's the thing. He was he was
2: right right. He was he knew goddamn well they sabotaged him because how else would it happen unless he just thought it was some one person, but. I don't think it was that stupid to not think that, you know what? I got to get out of here because these people. When,
3: yeah. When does he come to the conclusion? Is it before he's going to get on the plane that he comes to the conclusion that they're going to sacrifice the girl?
4: I don't think he realizes. I, I don't think he, he comes to that conclusion until he sees the girl. Because he still hasn't had any proof that she exists the entire time. No, he's, he's
3: reading through the book about sacrifices and stuff at that library or whatever.
4: Oh, I see what you're saying.
3: And he, he's talking to himself about, they're going to sacrifice her, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, well, was he really going to leave? Because he knew that that was when she was going to get sacrificed.
0: He was so... going to,
1: to come back in full force. And when he can't, yeah. he basically, as soon as he comes back in his little dinghy, he basically goes on a rampage through the town trying to find her.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then he re- Yeah, yeah, right. Because he read that whole
1: thing about I just
3: wonder if he could have gotten back in time regardless. Right. It was right. gonna happen that night. I know he was in a plane, but
1: Well, he right. was in a plane, you assume, uh it could have been a couple of hours to do it. Right, uh um, maybe. Right. So right. and maybe he didn't know
2: he
3: was in, in danger either. Right?
1: Oh knew I was-
2: I
3: don't think he I don't think he thought they were a danger in that way for sure. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he was completely clueless when when Christopher Lee said, you know, they, they finally surround him. The girl runs away. Yes. And he was like, he goes, what do you, what do you mean? What, what's going on? I'm just going. And they go, no, you're not going. He goes, what do you mean? I'm not going. And I think. Yeah. So I think he was clueless.
3: And that guy just freaking handles him like a little baby.
2: Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. So, so that was that was a, a tough one for him. Uh, I yeah, I I don't know what I would do. I, I I would already been like going mentally insane anyway because these people would just be freaking me out too much. I, it's just
3: too disturbing. So I I don't know. Ooh, if
1: beep.
2: I'd
3: have sex with the the sirens. So you know. Exactly.
1: Holy <laughs> shit! Man, I would I would not have complained about Sunday school. I can
3: tell
2: you that much. <laughs> right. Well, he was. I mean, you know, he's getting married. He wasn't going to cheat on his his woman. I didn't but... sex with the siren. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I can I can I can get that, but but you know, I, I would put it this way: I wouldn't I wouldn't say you're a bad person for for doing it. I would just <laughs> say you're. I would just say you had a weak moment. I'm sorry, my friend, but you had a weak moment. But Kevin, Kevin would be disappointed <laughs> in you. Yes, Kevin would be disappointed in you, Baron. That's right.
3: I think you'd be disappointed too, Phil. <laughs> uh,
2: no, you know, you know, I, I would, I would be saying, damn, I wish I, I, I was a <laughs> dink like you were. Yes.
3: <laughs> Sharing is caring. <laughs> <laughs> uh
2: so yeah, so you know, that's that's a, that was. Uh, yeah I mean once the plane, yeah but I see is the the script was well done enough that he knew he was on a time if he was gonna save the girl, yeah so so it makes and sense. he had a
3: good plan he actually had a pretty good plan except he for did. the fact that he didn't know he was being set up right, right,
2: right, and he also didn't have a plan in a sense that he didn't he didn't get a boat you yeah. you know. You know? Because he didn't know how. Once he gets the girl, what he was going to do? Right? I mean, where is he going to go? Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have a plane. He doesn't have a,
0: a, a
3: radio, CB. So it's like, at this point, he should suspect that everybody is united on this island because they've all pretty much lied to him or been part of something to mess with him. Yeah,
4: that's true. Yeah, that's not the world's greatest detective. Right, right.
2: I mean, again, I, I don't think he was expecting something like this to happen. But yeah,
3: but who yeah, that, who would? Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, right. I mean, seriously, it's like, what do you mean sacrifice? You know, uh, but and so, well, I mean, we we all know about murder, and that's damn possible anywhere. That's for sure. But I don't think anybody would have expected that. That's for sure. Jesus. Uh... <laughs> so, so um, the the symbolism here was obvious everywhere, right? I mean, obviously the hair—we know what that stands for. The hair stands for um, procreation and fertility, right? Yeah, fucking, yeah, exactly, Mike. Um, and we 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 know you know various other stuff too, like uh, I don't know uh, that. Um, I don't know. I'm just mumbling on now. It's just, I'm oh I mean, I do think. Yep, go ahead. I'm, I'm
1: watching
0: the.
1: It, um, you know, I have like a lot of Americans uh, were brought up with uh, certain puritanical values. Even if uh, you know, I'm not a Puritan, um, right? So you realize it has, you have to be a kind of a special place to be that, to me, uh offended by sexuality mm-hmm. the way that he is because, you know, at some point, you know, first of all, he's just offended about the idea that they acknowledge that there's penises, right, dealing with the <laughs> kids. And, you know, and, and seeing naked people, well, I mean, for a long time, that's like how, People in certain, still in certain parts of the world, spend a good part of their time naked or nearly so. You know, it's um, it, it's it's just such a it is very natural stuff that we're taking that he's taking offense to, not necessarily the animal sacrifice, but to be taking it, but to be taking offense at uh, open sexuality, and it just, it's just a weird thing in some ways that we decided. That that's all bad.
0: Right, right. Well, well, it
2: depends. It depends on your belief system, too, right? Like, I mean, I mean, if you believe um, Genesis, right, the moment that humans became intelligent, you know, it's, it's like any, any any human being, uh, you know, as a child, they just walk around however they do, and then one day when they turn a certain age, they suddenly go. I can't let my parents change me anymore. I can't do this anymore. I can't be, you know, whatever. And, and so it, it's, it's like, and I mean, it says it right in the Bible. Whether you believe it or not, we the moment we, we have knowledge and understand, we we suddenly need to cover up. And and a lot of that is is specific to the fact that unlike regular animals that don't have that, um, humans know exactly what's
1: going on when it,
2: what sexuality means while do- animals and dogs are just, you know, it's just something to do. That's you know,
1: but thing, and again, I'll also say it's, it's, it's one thing to take shame in, in your body. Uh, it's another thing or think that, you know, you're going to hide your body or parts of your body and play coy, whatever you want to call it, as opposed to just acknowledging that penises exist and that there, this is the manner in which, Animals, including like the farm animals in their community, procreate. Yep. I mean that's a lot of very fundamental fact of life stuff.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but you know, unless you're into porno uh, films, people don't procreate in public like animals do. Yeah, that is true. You
4: don't get out much, do you? <laughs> uh,
2: well, I, I, I've seen it. I may have seen it in, in nudie films, but I've never seen it in real life. That's for sure. Unless I'm participating in it. Really? You
4: never seen anybody in their car.
2: No, I, I actually never, never did. But mm, I, all right. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and no and comment I, on my end here. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, I didn't have to go to those um, make-out session, you know, on the point or the cliff or the or the waterfront or whatever you know people do back in those days. What, what my parents used to call it, uh, submarine races. So <laughs> they would park, they would park at, at the on the Merrimack River, and and they were everybody would go races. down. Uh, well, that's that's where d- dates would go. Yeah, and, and and they they would call it submarine races, and that was their little wink, wink, nod, nod for fooling around. Um, but yeah, I didn't have to do that. You know, we, I, I could just, you know, both parents are working now. Come on over. <laughs> yeah. So that's the reason why I never had to see the car next to me where people are doing it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what else did we want to talk about related to this film? Um, so do, what was your feeling of Christopher Lee's performance. We all said he was great, but was he was he scary? Before the, in this movie was
3: scary
4: and, until the last ten minutes.
3: Yeah, and I don't think he's supposed to be scary. He's supposed to seem like a natural person that's a lord of an island. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's supposed, to, but he has a presence that you can feel, a charisma that you can feel that you can see those people, you know, believing in him like that.
2: And also those folk,
3: they believe
2: it in him or whatever, but they, including him, don't think there's anything wrong with what they're they're planning to do. Exactly. So they don't have to show any, like, guilts or anything, and I think that's what makes the ending even very scary as well. Like you said, Mike, the performance of our protagonist. Makes it very scary, never mind fire itself, but also how these folk, every one of them, don't see anything wrong with what they're doing. I mean, they're dancing for Christ's sakes and singing while. And (laughs)
4: smiling. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: like, that's (laughs) horrific. It's like, oh my God, it's just terrible. It's not horrific for anybody except for the cop. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, I, I. I mean, they're not... I don't want to say they're sociopaths because I don't think they're sociopaths, but... Or cluster B, if you prefer, Eric. But they definitely don't see anything wrong with what they're doing.
3: because They're helping their society. Going
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: That, yeah, that's the whole it,
4: point.
2: But, but, it wasn't... Yeah, I mean, but it was an outsider... Yeah, and it's an outsider, so they don't give a rat's ass about an outsider. Right. And they also... um uh, just don't care that he, he wasn't volunteered either. I mean, he didn't mm-hmm. volunteer. I mean, if it was you know in some societies people volunteer or they get picked out of a hat or something and they mm-hmm. accept their fate. You know, this was this was an untimely and unfortunate
3: situation.
4: Well, I think they in I, their I, minds. I'm not feeling it's that unfortunate, but well, they, and in their
3: minds, I don't think they felt. I think they did these little get out of jail free card things that he didn't take,
4: and so to them
3: he made his choice. He failed the test, yeah, right,
2: right, or or he passed the test if you know what I mean, right? His because it, their their test was that well, I guess their their, the test.
4: their tests were to see if he was suitable for sacrifice. So exactly. I guess yeah. that's see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. 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 I did it. Right, right. So, yeah, yeah, so that's uh, unfortunate. So you didn't... I, see, I like the guy, I because... but yeah, Oh, I just, thought he was
4: a complete asshole.
2: Well, I, I understand why people could feel that, but... You know, I mean, he wasn't a bad... I mean, he wasn't evil. He wasn't, like...
4: No, there's a difference between being an asshole and being evil. He wasn't evil. He was an asshole.
2: <laughs> that is true. That's true. However... They were all assholes too. I mean, in, in a sense, they were even insulting his religion, right?
3: You could argue. Did that. they way.
4: did they directly insult Christianity?
3: I, feel I don't they, think so. Not directly, no. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch it. I mean, even though I just rewatch, I think it, they just uh, stated
4: their beliefs, and he was the one doing all the insulting.
2: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Like, what's your feeling on that? Do you
1: do you, do you think they attacked his faith? I don't think they hacked it. I don't I think they just uh didn't care.
4: Right. They felt it was irrelevant.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right, that's fair, that's fair. Um let's see. Uh what else did we want to go on about this film? Anything else that ended no,
1: up? Let me give my two cents on Christopher Lee. And, you know, Lee is great. I grew up with Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. And, uh, I mean, I didn't, I I just wasn't that impressed with his performance. I didn't, not that there was anything wrong with it, but I wouldn't say it was his most memorable performance outside his uh, bit in, uh, dressing up.
2: Right. right. His Uh, his, His hairstyle, for sure.
1: Well, the hairstyle, but I don't think that's. I don't know that that I I, I think that was uh, his best look. Um, now I'm just curious: was that just a really bad wig, or did he just not bother brushing his hair? I don't. I, I couldn't. Tell. <laughs>
4: I don't know.
2: It, it is a very good question, Mike. It is a very good. But question, it's
1: weird. Mike. The only time that that actually worked for me was at the end of the film, where it, the wind is just blowing his hair all helter skelter, uh, and. It just gave him this, like this, like hair looking like a fringe of fire around his head. Um, That I thought that it, like, worked as a as a as a as a look. Uh, Because otherwise, I just think he looked, you know, like well, 1973 fashion just just wasn't (laughs) wasn't a, a really good thing. You know, just put it that way.
2: And that is that is true. That is a fair point. Yes, it's a fact. Yeah. Uh but I do have to say that classic line at the end where where he says uh it's it's now it's now time for your what the hell is it called again exactly? It's uh let me get it here. Uh, I just looked it up. It's time to keep your appointment with the Wicker man It was so awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying, Mike. Um he he was playing he was definitely playing out of character from the type of characters that he usually plays and it was intentional. He he specifically said that it was intentional, uh because he wanted to do something different.
1: Um well, I also don't think it would have been right if he came out as some like cackling villain or mate. Right. I think he has to come across as well, in the United States, you know, he has to come across as like the mayor from uh from Jaws, you know, in, in you know, he has to come across as some uh civil servant. And because it that actually just makes the whole thing mundane, and I think that's what makes it chilling, right? That it's not these people running around in robes. Um that it's not uh they're not acting in, I mean, yeah, okay, the singing. But for the most part, they're just people that are not all that different from, say, uh, people having a their their barbecue on 4th of July weekend. They're just doing their regular rituals or ceremonies. They're normal people. Yep. And that, that includes Lord Summerisle.
0: Yep.
4: Well and I also like the fact that I mean, yeah, they're messing with him the whole time. And there's a couple a couple of points where they they just kind of put up a barrier to him for a moment just because they can kind of like the lady with the records it was like, You need the permission of the Lord yeah. Summer Isle and, and he's like, No, I'm a police officer, you will show it to me now and she does. Um But for the most part everybody's giving him, you know, they're answering his questions, they're, they're doing the thing And when he goes to request permission to Exhume the body um, Christopher leaves it Im- Im- immediately <laughs> He's like yes, Well, we if you think there was play That's what you gotta do um, And then like two minutes later uh, The cop is like You must give me permission to exhume the body And he's like I thought I just did <laughs> Like, the cops getting all upset about, like, not getting permission, and he actually already had gotten permission and was just going on his high horse.
2: Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah. I I think he was just flustered and frustrated with these. Oh, he was absolutely
4: flustered, that's for sure. Well, after
3: all of the people pushing against him, he didn't expect to just get the permission that easily, either. Right.
1: I think they were trying... Very deliberately, to me, to flip the script and make the Christian the irrational one.
0: Yes,
4: the
1: pagans, yeah. irrational ones. That's a and, much and better a funny, way of saying it, Mike. Thank because you. Because as I was reading, as I was reading uh, about the film last night, I it's like I I had I couldn't help but notice how everyone writing about it was bending over backwards to say that. Like basically, well, we don't know for sure if these were really rituals that they were really killing people in, in, in primitive it's like it's like it's like, okay, you know, it's a fucking horror movie. Um
0: that's not <laughs> it walks like, a order, but, like a duck, talks like a duck.
1: And we do know that there I mean, okay, I don't know about the Scott uh, the the Celtic uh rituals and so forth, but it's like the people who I have a feeling would not hesitate to bash Christianity are being really careful not to slander religions that nobody believes in anymore. (laughs) And because (laughs) that's just being judgmental. Um, And, and yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm well aware that there was certainly propaganda on a lot of that. And a lot of it is Christian propaganda to sway people away from the pagan lifestyle. But it's just, it's a, it's a freaking horror movie. Just, I say it was inspired by some of these things we know that some did it, not necessarily all of them, but gee uh, it's it's that it's just a weird thing to me that just annoyed me but um uh, anyway, sorry, rant over <laughs>
2: <laughs> but 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 mike uh what who annoyed you specifically like is there specifics or is this just general?
1: It was multiple sources. Let's just say that I, was, I went to several pages to read about the film or read up on the movie, and so, and every single one of them was like trying to make sure everyone knew that we don't know for sure whether or not there was ever any human sacrifice going on. Oh, come on. do by the end, right?
4: That's kind of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I absolutely I, know for sure that dude got burned alive. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's like saying
4: they're uh, talking about no, no. They were talking about like the
3: real pagan oh, in the real world. They're totally oh well, this
4: the isn't the real world. It's a movie, so but yeah,
3: yeah, it's a movie. So
4: what? stop it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, people, people, uh, uh, stupid. You're not going to go find this island of people right now. I mean, right? It's, it's, um. Yeah,
4: Summer Isle doesn't actually exist.
3: Right, right, right,
2: right, yeah. and, and and Scottish people are, aren't aren't um, generally uh, pagans. All right, so people. I will
1: say that I think the way if if um, one were to remake this film, not that one would, because it would just be silly to try to remake the
0: Beast. Rem- the beast! Um, <laughs>
1: I think the key is like at the beginning when they throw the thing, the thanking the Lord Summer Isle for allowing them to witness their rituals. um, I think found footage would probably be the way I would want to go with this. Like a documentary crew showing up. Mm. um, Right. And then
4: I was thinking about the
1: sacrifice or witness the sacrifice.
4: After I got done with my viewing, I was thinking about this. And although I don't like this movie, I'm glad it was made because it inspired other movies that I do like. Um, some examples being, uh, there's a Netflix movie called apostle that I like a lot, which is also about an Island community that's isolated, that has their yeah, own. We, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We, we almost did that as an episode way I back. Think we did it
4: as an episode. Yeah,
2: we did because uh, they had the blood evil. I remember that. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Well, yeah, maybe we did it as an episode. I forgot. And then, so.
4: uh, Midsommar, uh, which I enjoyed. um, and even to a certain extent, I was I was talking about this when we were offline too. Um, the the uh, hang on, let me pull up his Edward Woodward, uh, the guy that plays the cop in The Wicker Man. I, I when I pulled up the IMDb page so I could read the wiki, I recognized his headshot. I was like, oh my god, he was in he was in Hot Fuzz, and Hot Fuzz was actually one of the movies that came to mind when I was thinking the other over other movies that might have been inspired by Wicker Man, because um, although it's a comedy. Um, it's also about, you know, <laughs> a community that has their own set of rules, uh, and he was in it, so I thought that was kind of cool.
1: Yarp.
0: <laughs> Narp.
1: And, and it's also a, a movie about why cops should have guns.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. actually, everybody, to be honest. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I don't trust anybody, man, anymore. Jesus Christ. It's just terrible.
4: No, man. but my point being that there were there were a whole uh, – uh, Kill List was, was inspired by The Wicker Man, too. So there have been yes. a whole bunch of movies made after The Wicker Man that I do enjoy. So I am glad it was made. I just don't want to watch it again.
2: Right, right. Yeah, yeah, and you're right that kill list is. Uh so I'm I'm right this here. Films inspired by the wicker man. Let's see five of her man the kill one. list. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Oh, it stars that that what's her face? She's really good looking too. Uh a burnt, burning or a I fear her. first.
1: three sentences about a film out before. Well, she was one of the girls in
2: in Oh, let me rephrase. One of the the uh, actresses or woman in this descent. She was the really good looking one, and well, they were all good looking, but but she was really <laughs> like really good looking, and and she had a run of of really good films. Uh, one of her one one oh Oh my, she was really good in uh, the lesbian vampire killers. That was a great film. Uh, that stars that guy that was doing that that just retired from late night um, talk show. Uh, the English guy. You
3: know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I know who you're talking about. I can't think of his name.
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he starred in that. Uh, let me see. Uh, Lesbian Vampire Killers. It was a, it was a pretty good uh, horror comedy from uh, 2009. Uh, and her name is Myanna Burring. Oh. That's her name. Yeah, she's really good. And she was in Kill This, too. Um, she, she was the, the lead actress in Kill the movies This. Movies
4: inspired by the Wicker Man
2: yes yes so we're back to movies inspired by the wicker man instead of talking about a uh, good looking woman uh uh let's see a list uh, movies like the Wicker man a list of films here we go so let's bring this up bringing it up let's open it up uh yeah the wicker man the midsummer the ritual all right yeah i guess you yeah. the wit the vich the v- vich oh apostles listed as number four How about that? that makes sense yeah, uh, The Ninth Gate, probably because of the, the pagan cultish type thing in it. Uh, the Autopsy of Jane Doe, because, yeah, that she was a, like a witch, the the woman that they were autopsying mm-hmm. it, kind of, sort of. The Crimson Rivers. Bridge. Yeah, it is a stretch. The Crimson Rivers, which I never saw.
4: I never saw it either.
2: The House with Laughing Windows. I mm-hmm. heard of that one, but I never seen it. Lord mm-hmm. of Illusions, which I think is a Craven film, it's right?
4: Clive Barker, isn't it? Yeah, Clive yeah. Barker. Barker. Yeah,
2: yeah. All right, Close Your Eyes, which I've seen, and yeah, that makes sense. That was a pretty decent film. Uh, Population, and it actually got good reviews by um, Ebert, I think. Population 436, never heard of that one. I I was about to say this one to you guys earlier, but I didn't say it. Uh, The Sacrament, the Thai West film, that was a good one.
4: Oh, that was more Jonestown-inspired, I think.
2: That's a, exactly right. So, the, but cultish, yeah. But yeah, that was a great film. Uh, Bedeviled the Korean film. Uh, I saw that, but I thought it was a little slow. Uh, Bad Day at Black Rock. That's a, a like a kind of modern Western from like the fifties. I uh, sure I
4: watched that, but I can't remember a thing about it.
2: Yeah, I remember I had to shut it off as a little kid. Like I was fifteen when I was watching it because my nephew was watching, was there with me, and even though it was from 1955, there was a a man that got lit on fire, and Mm. my sister flipped out saying, why are you watching this? I go, it's it's like a 50-year-old film, Paula. And she goes, (laughs) yeah, but someone's burning. I go, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, (laughs) uh, In the Mouth of Madness. What? what? Uh, No, No, that's
4: Lovecraft's
2: yeah, uh, Caliber, the the, you, like Calibre? the uh, yeah, that Belgian Flemish film.
4: Uh, no, actually,
2: actually it's, it's, actually, it's not Flemish. It's it's water wa, Walloon.
4: Walloon, have, there we go.
2: That's right. That's Walloons. No, we never did an episode, and it. it was one we were considering.
4: You certainly talk about it because I remember mangling the title just like I did.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and me getting ripped by you guys because I, I screwed up and called them water loons instead of water, water loons. Uh The Other Lamb. The Other Lamb. I think you saw that arc and you didn't like it.
4: The Lamb? No, I never actually ended up watching that.
2: Alright, yeah, because I know there's a... I asked you about it because I I,
4: I... I wanted to watch it. I, it's one of those things that went on the watch list and I never got back to it. Right. And and
1: the, the, reason I, the Other Lamb, yeah. Oh, The Other Lamb. No, okay. I've yeah, seen The come Lamb. Come. I did not... Them, i
2: right? always had that on my list for uh, the regular reasons i would have a, a film on my list the other way i'm if you know <laughs> um blood I mean, what you've been on-
4: talking about all night yeah
2: yeah pretty much uh yeah. the blood well this film this wicker man had a plenty of it uh blood on satan's claw which is like a 1970
4: 1970- i um, just watched that a few months ago that's a that's a movie worth checking out
2: yeah, you you actually recommended it when you said what we've been watching. That was a film you said. Yeah, yeah, I heard it's really good. Uh, oh, here's a good one: The Witchfinder General. That's another
4: good one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't it, know that inspired by it. That's a that's a, that's just a. First of all, it came out yeah. beforehand, didn't it? Wasn't that in the sixties? Uh,
2: yes, yes. Well, this this says this isn't really an inspired list. This is says movies like. The worker Man. Yeah,
0: uh, kill,
4: depends kill on list. how you define like.
0: Yeah,
2: that's true. They're kill both list. horror movies. <laughs> yeah, Kill, is that kill England. Kill List is here. Mm-hmm. That makes um,
0: sense. Yeah, and uh,
2: and then there's another film I wanted to bring up that was similar to Witchfinder Finder General, which I feel was kind of like that too, and I'll get that for you in a second. Um, but uh, it's. I'm looking for the actor. He was in the Toby Hooper feature film adaption. So he was, he played the vampire. Uh, what's his name here? Let me find him. Uh, Barlow. yeah, uh, exactly. Barlow. So let me see, is it William Sadler? No, it's not him. Uh, Clark. Heck. Oh, this is, this is the, this is the wrong version. Hold on. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No, no, but it's a really good film. Uh, um, let me, let me find it here. Uh, Toby Hooper's. I hear it is Television totally Miniseries here. No, nope, that's not it. That's the raw blow one. Let me do the virtual here. Take
4: ten minutes for this.
2: Uh, yeah, but well, it'll, it'll only be a second. Okay, so here it is. Uh been, so we're in like so, minute seven, so, so, so the guy was um, the the vampire was played by Reggie Nadler, right? And he was in a <laughs> film from years ago that was called. Um, uh, what the hell is it? Uh, Rock of the Devil. That was a great film. So that was another one that was kind of like The Wicker Man. So not not inspired, but kind of like The Wicker Man. And uh, the lead actress in that, oh my gosh,
4: settle um, down, Beavis.
2: Yeah, Olivia Vuko. She let's just say she was well in, uh, down. Yeah. but either way, that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. It stars uh, um, Udo Kier and Herbert Lom from from you know Pink Panther, and then Reggie Nauder. Um So that was a good one. But yeah, so those are some that are similar. Uh, but if I find films that are are that are inspired. Best twenty-five films about religious figures. The Wicker Man remains one of the most remarkable examples of that. Uh, Wicker Man and Midsummer, all the connections. Ooh, there's a lot of good, good articles. The Wicker Man: Ten Things You Didn't Know. Fiftieth Anniversary Collectors Edition Review. Britt Ecklin goes behind the making of the Wickerland. Stephen King praises Wicker Man as one all of the great films of up, all time.
1: Read them for themselves.
2: Yeah, that's true. But Stephen King praises. The film. Yeah, uh, this
4: just turned into a live-read Google search, so let's not...
2: Yeah, that's true, that's true. Uh, but either way, um, th- those are some, some interesting films that are similar, if not much alike. Some of them were, but some of them were like, because of cults, rather than, you know, uh, folk horror, because this was kind of like a folk folk horror.
4: No, this is one of the the movies they talked about, and uh, they had a folk horror special on Shudder, and that movie was highlighted. Which one was that? This one, The Wicker Man. Oh, oh, The Wicker Man. Along with some. Witchfinder General and uh, uh, yeah, Mark and Satan, Blood on Satan's Claw—is that what it's called?
2: Yeah, yeah, Blood on
4: Satan's
2: yeah. Claw. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so, so, yeah, so that, that's that's a good one. Those those are all good ones. Uh, most of those films that we've heard of, we can all pretty much recommend. Were pretty decent films. Um, pretty much all of them. Now I'm more interested to rewatch Bad Day at Black Rock.
4: Me I mean, too, because I just. Yeah, I swear I've watched it, but I can't remember it.
2: Well, yeah, it, it has it has a, it was same here, same here. It has a, a pretty good cast too. It has uh, Spencer Tracy, uh, Robert Ryan, Anne Francis, uh, Dean Jaeger, Walter Brennan, Ernest Borgnine, Lee Marvin. I mean, this is this is a great cast. Yeah, this is, yeah, so it's worth checking out. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'll have to recheck that out. I'll have to do some research on it. I haven't seen it since I was 15 and I was forced to shut it off.
4: Damn it. <laughs>
2: um, all right, so, uh, any other items anybody wanted to bring up about, uh, the Wicker Man that we, uh, forgot? I'm good. All right. Mike? Yeah, I think I'm good. I, yeah, I think I'm good. All right, sounds good. Uh, all right, we have, uh, just a... Few minutes left to talk about maybe what we've been watching or news. Uh, one thing I want to bring up uh, is they follow has been announced. Uh, a sequel, or I assume,
4: just two- what we need another sequel to a mediocre movie.
2: Hold on, it follows is mediocre. Oh my God. <laughs>
3: He's just taunting you, dude. Yeah,
2: he has to be. Taunting. <laughs> 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 That's great, that's great, uh, yeah, but when, you remember that big list that uh that podcast had the top one hundred films of all times, and the asked most mm-hmm. podcast us uh I had that as it follows as the best horror film of all time yes, that uh, and you said they ragged on me about that
4: yeah yeah, a little bit a little bit yeah <laughs> I don't know,
2: was, what what was that um podcast again I, because I, I should go
4: exploding uh, heads firmwood podcast
2: yeah 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 i haven't listened to it because it was like four hour two four hour episodes so that's like a whole work day and i haven't listened to them yet well it was
4: also behind a paywall at the time and it is, it is now publicly available
2: yeah that's right it was behind a paywall too you're absolutely right yeah um so yeah i'll go check those out uh exploding heads uh top 100 but uh it follows was my number one um it wasn't in my top 10 back when we did our top 10 horror films of all time because it hadn't been existed yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's coming out. Uh, no information further about it, uh, at all. Um, also, um, the, Bi uh, uh, Bioshock, uh, is supposed to come out in like 2015, maybe on Netflix. It's already in production, the movie. So that could be pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, that, that's all I got. But uh, we'll, we'll go uh, around if anybody wants to bring anything up uh, for the limited time we have left. Uh, Eric, uh, anything you wanted to bring up?
4: Yeah, um, just a couple of 4K purchases I made. Um, I revisited Pumpkinhead and The Others, uh, which are both great movies in completely different ways. Um, I just recently uh, put up a YouTube video about found footage movies, and while prepping for that, I revisited The Den. Um, because I... Oh, that's
2: a good one, yeah. My
4: memory was a little fuzzy on it, so I revisited it, and that is a damn solid movie. We almost Uh, did
2: an episode on that. We never did.
4: So, if anybody hasn't seen The Den, check that one out. Uh, I also watched a movie we'll be talking about next week, and then I've been watching, I just finished last night, The Fall of the House of Usher on Netflix.
2: The Flanagan thing, right?
4: Yes. Um, And I thought it was entertaining and well-made, but... Uh if you're a if you're a hardcore Poe person, mm, just be aware that it's uh inspired by, not based on.
2: <laughs> Similar to like uh the last voyage of the
4: Demeter? <laughs> yes, yeah. You gotcha. you definitely I mean, they name each app episode after a work of Poe's, uh and there's an element of that story in the episode, but it's not necessarily an adaptation per se.
2: Oh, so it's like an anthology it's show. Story it's it's
4: one story that goes over eight episodes, and each episode has its own theme based on a post story.
2: Oh, that. Oh, okay, yeah. Because then it's not the, really the last of the House of the. Uh, the Usher. I mean, there's
4: the family called the Usher family, and right, the story okay. is about their fall over right. the whole course uh, of the series. Yeah, because well, that's, that's the I, first I, that's,
3: episode, and it's really good. It's yeah, real, I think it's well done. Really
4: I th- I think it's worth watching, but just just be aware. It's not a Poe adaptation. It's just right. inspired by his ideas.
2: Yeah, because the story was great. So if I was if I turned it on and it's not the story, I would I would probably be flipping out like I usually do. So oh,
4: that's right. why I warned you.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, sounds good. And you've been playing Madden. Yes. Yep. And I'm in first place in, in our football league. Right, for now. For now. But I, I, season I ain't over yet, buddy. Gotta pat myself on the back. Gotta pat myself. Do on what the back. you can. Indeed, exactly.
4: Um,
2: the, uh, the pr- before the uh, pride, before the fall, exactly. <laughs> um, and then Dan will win it all again. And he doesn't pay attention. <laughs> um Mike. What do you got? Anything you want to bring up?
1: Yeah, um, I did get a new 4K purchase, which was the collector's uh, edition of a. a Of a certain film that came out about 50 years ago that might end up as somebody's Christmas present. Um,
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. What's this? uh, He can't say it out loud because his wife might hear him, but. uh,
2: Oh, 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 oh. Or she probably,
1: if you have listen to this.
2: And it's not The Wicker Man, it's another film that
1: came
4: out. It
2: is
1: not The Wicker Man. Uh, Let's see. Um, What else? We actually watched for Halloween. we watched Five Nights at Freddy', which was, I thought, mediocre. Uh, it, I had fun with it. It's, I, I think that it could have been better paced. It takes a little too long to get to the action. Uh, it's, and it's only an hour and 45 minutes, but it's still – I don't know. I don't know the games, so I don't know how much of this is in the games. It, but it I heard
4: somebody else talking about that movie, Mike, and they said that it is, it is fan service, and if you are uh, into the source material – uh, you will be okay. thrilled with that movie, and if you're not, then it's just meh. Yeah,
2: okay. so I'll, I'll, I, I've I've played uh, the 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 best in the series, so so yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. So I, I, I gotta watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm gonna be watching it probably this weekend. Uh, did Pam like it, Mike?
1: I think, she, I think she thought it was okay, and then okay. I, and then weirdly enough, Pam wanted because this was on talk. Uh, and I just browsed through to see what else was available, because this was on Halloween night, and we had, like, nobody uh, trick-or-treating. Did you, um,
4: did, did you just cut out, or did you just abbreviate Peacock as cock?
0: Cock. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're
2: saying it like K- Katy Perry does from her, her song. Peacock. Peacock. Ah. Cock. It's yeah.
1: cock. There was a puff in there. All right. I didn't hear I had it. had a puff. Received. All right, fair anyway. Um, now I can't stop saying Picard. Uh and, and <laughs> lo and behold, so we ended up picking a really weird pick, uh, and we actually watched Rob Zombie's uh, Halloween two. Uh Ooh. which neither of us had ever seen. And oh really? Uh, oh, we wow. actually We actually liked it. Um now one of the reasons I was able to like it is because this was Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. This was not John uh John Carpenter's Halloween 2. Um, and I look, like, I've never made any secret of the fact that I think they have fucked up that franchise so badly, um, that people are still expecting them to go back to whatever the magic the first film had are insane. <laughs> this was a follow up, and I have my criticisms of his first film because of we watched Halloween with the source of with his source material, but his sequel is a sequel to his film. It is not a sequel to the original film. And sticking with that, I went into it knowing that I have to accept how he's changed the character and does things. And, and I kind of liked it for that. Yeah, there are problems. There's a little, there's, there's definitely pretentiousness to it. Uh, I really just loved how brutal the kills were in the film. Um, I don't think Michael Myers has ever been more, more vicious. um, Again, it's not brilliant, but I had I I thought it was fun. I I liked what they did with the Loomis character. I uh, uh I think a lot of the criticism is overblown. Keep in mind, this is the same franchise that had uh, oh what, was it was a Buster Rhymes doing kung fu fighting with
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so you, you, there's not a move a, a series that has a whole lot of like high points in it. Um, so. I, I think all, all of the films pretty much are very, very flawed after the first one. But, uh, so I think, really, and on grading on that scale, I just had fun with the movie. And I, I, you take it as it comes, So, uh, but I do know some people who love the movie. So, uh, that was why I was curious to see it. Because,
2: yeah, I think, uh, podcaster Aaron Barada says it's his second favorite out of all the Halloween films. Obviously,
3: the, the original is number one. So yeah. I like Rob and Zombie's remake, so I'm a weirdo
4: as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm there with you, Bert.
1: <laughs> and then uh, something I watched, uh, which is new, newish, uh, that came out this year, because uh, we were talking about you know all the bad horror movies this year. Uh, so I did go looking, and I looked at the Rotten Tomatoes list for horror movies for this year. And it also had come up on uh Mark l. miller's uh list on his website m l miller uh and he just did his annual countdown of the best movies since the last halloween uh and it's a movie called good boy uh and it's uh oh,
4: I heard that's fucking bizarre
1: and it's it's short it's less than it's less than ninety minutes only like about eighty eighty minutes long uh and I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, so it's a little bit like Fresh, right? Where you just do the whole dating app thing and it goes wrong. <laughs> uh, and oh, basic, oh, is this about the dog? Yeah, yeah. so the basic premise was that uh, without spoiling it, and yes, by, the no way, by the way, by the way, it will, it's sweets, and uh, they you'll find out like within the first minute of the movie what the spoiler is, nevertheless. Um, it's basically a guy goes on a date, everything goes really well, except he doesn't like his own
4: <laughs>
1: and things go from there
4: and oh,
3: i I see it, why it's they, caught the name that it does is, is it weird enough yes. to
4: be good
1: uh it's it's got very, it's it's got one of those things with split scores. critics liked it people gotcha. hated it All i right. I can understand it. I enjoyed it uh I would not have enjoyed it if the movie went for three hours, but it was less than ninety minutes. So it was got in because it it was a simple story, right? It didn't need more than time than what it had. Um, And then the last shot might throw people for a loop. Yeah. So
2: it got ninety-three percent by critics, audiences forty-five percent. So yeah, huge (laughs) split. Huge split. (laughs) Yeah. Not a good (laughs) sign. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust critics. I,
1: I I would, I would recommend it and. Yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know if we want to do an episode on it, but it's it's possible uh, worth doing it. Huh? Is,
2: yeah, I, I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it.
1: Yeah. Just just to be clear, because it's because it's called Good Boy, and there's an issue with with the dog in the movie. There are no dogs hurt in the movie. So right,
0: just right, get
1: that out well, there. Like, I don't want to see any dogs killed. I promise you will not see any dogs killed in the movie. Or. <laughs> hurt in the movie. Good. Enough.
2: Yeah, it's not like the, another Norwegian film, The Innocence, where where they <laughs> kill like
4: everybody, every, all everything, and it's like the cat. There's oh no my god, The dog died in that movie.
2: The, the cat,
4: they kill a yeah, dog. It's not a they dog. Kill a, they're different they, creatures. They're they, better. I mean, they they go back to school. The, film.
1: Wag the, tail, the wag the tail on occasion. I th- it was. It was.
2: It was just a. Yeah. It was, well, they're no, they're Norwegian.
4: Completely change topics for no reason. Uh,
2: well, no, no, but I'm saying. In Norwegian <laughs> films they're apt to kill animals. At least, even if they're fake animals. They so uh, Oh, okay. Yeah. But that anyway, Mike, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um so Mike, uh anything else you got there? Uh no, I think that's it. Let me ask you this. Good boy, was that a VOD rental or is it free on one of the, the services if you're a subscriber?
1: I honestly don't remember. No worries.
2: Uh, you know, a couple of bucks is no big deal. So uh, that could be a possible uh, episode in the future. I, I'm, I'm always mm-hmm. good. We'll see, unless Eric doesn't want to do it. That's fine. Eric. I
4: mean, you can do it without me. That's oh, good option. boy. Oh, you don't want to do Good
2: <laughs> Oh, oh, all right. I thought you were interested in doing good boy. Never mind. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever works. Um,
1: Definitely, we not watching it with your family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Um, all right. And that was it, right, Mike? That was it. Okay, yeah. For me, uh, so I decided to to um, do a Halloween films with my kids. Uh, I was thinking about what to watch, and I said I was just popped up because I I had the app open, Paramount Plus, uh, and I saw a Quiet Place Two and and Emily Blunt's beautiful face there. So I (laughs) said, "Oh, I go, girls! Oh, you got to see this film." So. Uh, even though they're seven and... Girls, look at the hot chick! ...and ten. Well, no, I did say that's my favorite actress, <laughs> and I said her birthday is the same day as mine, and my, my oldest daughter thought that was the most fascinating thing for the past week and a half. She goes, yeah, Dad's favorite actress was in this great movie,
3: and and... So her birthday's the same as dad's. But you anyway. said a you set a quiet place too. You didn't have them watch the second one first, did you? No, no. What I did
2: was I let them watch. Well, actually, yeah, I had them watch the second one first.
4: Boo! <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: a
1: I, I, bad father. Well, the reason I <laughs> did it the was because one
2: available. Because they would no, they were both free on Paramount Plus, but they I figured they would be more interested and understand it better if they saw the the flashback scene in the beginning of prior Place 2 and how the mm. alien- and so that's why I did it. So um,
0: you should have
4: done that and then paused it and then shown them the first one and then after that gone back to the second one.
2: Right, right, right. So they were all excited to go see – the prequel that's coming out next year but I don't think it, I think it's R-rated so I won't be able to watch it watch it uh until it comes out no actually this, this actually 13 yeah they yeah they may be able to see it actually but um either way they thought the, the movies were awesome um, of course I had to sh- shut it off or fast forward for the um the the bear right. tra- the bear trap scene no just the bear trap scene that 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 was they weren't scared of the monsters going nuts but the bear trap because it had blood you know they didn't want to see that so I had to shut that part
4: you're off. raising weak daughters Phil yeah
0: yeah
2: <laughs> and um yeah so so they, they thought those were cool movies and they, they even kept on telling my my wife but it wasn't really that scary it was really cool it wasn't scary I was like oh, it's pretty impressive
1: which feeds that someone tattled and Phil got in trouble with his wife uh, well,
2: no, she, she came in while it was, they were watching it. So it was, but he got busted
4: beforehand. <laughs> yeah.
2: And that's when, and that was their defense. No, ma, it's not really that scary. Uh, it's really cool though.
4: Um,
2: and then, um, what else? Uh, I, uh, me and my daughter, my oldest daughter went and saw, uh,
4: for the third time that Oh Jesus Christ, oh. don't fucking talk about that.
2: So that was good, and then uh, we went to a couple of haunted uh, houses and ha- Halloween parties, and then we took them out for trick or treating on Halloween night. Uh, they dressed as Daphne and Scooby. So, <laughs> yeah, they they looked great. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you would have saw them sure. on, the pictures on Facebook. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, the, my oldest almost was going to switch to Taylor Swift from the 22 music video, but, uh, my other, and, and I was going to be Travis Kelsey, but my youngest daughter got all upset about that. So she switched back to Dafton.
1: Then it would have been Taylor Swift and her boyfriend and their dog.
2: Right. right.
1: <laughs> I could have gone with that. Yeah, yeah.
2: But no, either way, like
1: said, Phil, that's why it would have been bad. You had a theme going.
2: Yeah, you're
1: right. It wouldn't work. It yeah. was going to ruin the theme.
2: Well, that's that's what it was. My younger daughter was getting pissed because the theme was going to be ruined. Exactly. So we, we, they stuck with she stuck with Daphne. And were you Shaggy? Were you Fred? No, I I know. Me and my wife should have. That's what everybody kept on saying because you know we met everybody on the street. They said, oh, you guys should have dressed as Velmer and, and Fred or Velmer and Shaggy. And I go, I go, oh, that's a good point. But yeah, we didn't think of doing that. So Don't Scrappy do. Yeah. So I just had, I just had. I just pulled out a Taylor Swift sweatshirt and threw that on because I couldn't. Well, I had I had my awesome Halloween shirt T-shirt on, but it was too cold, so I had to put my sweatshirt on. I had a bunch. I had a, a, a four witches, a sweatshirt with four. I mean, a T-shirt with four witches, but it was just too cold to to go T-shirt. This was a cold so Halloween. Yeah, t-shirt
1: up. with four titties with eight titties. <laughs> yeah, witch, well, but the witches titties were cold.
2: Well, I I, I won't use the, the, that type of terms, but. But yeah, yeah, they were they were they were attractive witches, the four witches. Yeah.
4: What? Cold? Um, you won't use the word cold. Oh my god! Please no no no! Please move on. Please, for word. the love of God, move on.
2: Um. So yeah, we we got Most a. Huge you, score. Eric. We got a huge score of of Halloween candy. It was like like humongous amounts. It's like disgusting.
1: I've eaten too much. Um, I was I was at Walmart today. Every re- there was still a bunch of candy there. It was all fifty percent off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that there are, oh my God, I
2: was in Halloween two nights earlier because I was going to buy, um, jack-o'-lantern to <sighs> and the Christmas stuff's out. Uh, so yeah, we made jack-o'-lanterns on Monday night, which was, um, a ghost for my youngest daughter and then, um, uh, the words Taylor Swift 13 and a Heart for, for my young, older daughter. So uh, the jack Jackalanthus came out pretty good. I put posted those up on Facebook as well. Um, and that's pretty much it. Oh, and I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077 um, and their Phantom Li- Liberty City or Phantom Liberty or, or something like that. This, the, the new downloadable content is really good. It's it actually got like 10 out of 10 review by games game spot and uh it is really good the, the whole game is unbelievable they they did a huge update and made combat even better too so so i highly recommend 2077 cyberpunk 2077 uh mike uh no uh, we already did you so it's barrett start barrett i know you've been you did something right before this podcast you were telling me what was that
3: yeah in the interest of making this fast for eric um i'm still playing diablo 4 um i am almost level 100 um it's going a lot faster now they definitely changed it and i'm having a lot more fun with this season than the last one uh, i don't i'll probably get bored with it again at some point and then wait for the next season um and then beyond that i've been really busy um helping my parents move back here so i'm helping purchase a place for them and all that stuff and everything entailed with that you can imagine
0: oh i don't no have kitchen. much time
2: you know what you should have done, Barrett, was have them move back that way, but all you is just move up to New Hampshire. <laughs> that's the way
3: to they, go. They won't move back into a colder area anymore. Fair enough. Fair
0: enough.
2: <laughs> um, all right, so that's pretty much our, uh, our uh, news and what we've been doing. Uh, oh was there oh yeah you said that was it because you were helping him move Uh, so let's get into our final thoughts of the film but before uh, Eric you actually do another podcast with your buddy Dan where you're at episode 550 or so
4: yes it's called the Ascancy podcast that's called A-S-K-A-N-C-I-T-Y you can find that wherever you get podcasts the
2: podcast fool that's oh my god that would be a great name for you that you could go by (laughs) I'm Eric Webster the podcast fool (laughs)
4: masochistic idiots. (laughs) Uh,
2: And uh, Barrett, uh, myself, you, uh, Kevin Letts, and Sean Fox just wrapped up a a podcast.
0: Yes, uh, it
3: was based on the show One Piece. Um, Boa Hancock and One Piece is the name of the podcast. Um, We just wrapped it up last week. Uh, We did a weekly episode, even though the show was... Put out all, you know all episodes at once. We did it weekly, um, and it was a really good show. And people should watch it.
2: Absolutely, uh, it's from, on Netflix. Uh, it's based off a Japanese anime and manga, uh, and it's like a billion dollar franchise in Japan. It's like huge, and, and Bowie Hancock is one of the examples, and Nami for that matter, and a couple of other characters. Uh, the type of uh, characters that you will see many women co- cosplay, uh, like Holly Quinn and and Mortal Kombat women and all that. Uh, One Piece is well-known for, for their cosplayers as well. So uh, definitely check out that show. Um, now, uh, another podcast we do is called Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, where uh, myself, Barrett, among others, including Mike, uh, review uh, other things that are kind of talk discussion. But also, kind of like cinema a la carte as well. But uh, just don't make it onto uh, this podcast here. And uh, the last episode of that was The Suicide Squad, the James Gunn movie that uh, we reviewed. And so that was a good episode. We have uh, another one coming out. We're going to set up a time and and day to do it related to uh, James Gunn's DC Universe uh, Peacemaker. And uh, speaking of cinema a la carte, uh, Mike, what's that all about? What's
1: that podcast all about? The Card is a side podcast that we do we're doing for a while on a monthly basis and uh, where we basically take turns discussing uh, movies that are not normal dark discussions material. So, for example, we've done movies such as uh, Flash Gordon was one of my picks. Uh collateral was one of your picks. Uh, uh Inside Out was one of Eric's picks.
0: Indeed, and so indeed. we
1: just take turns and we rotate and uh I am the last of the group to be checking off my Tom Cruise box. Uh and that will be the next episode that we do with a very early Tom Cruise film.
2: Indeed, indeed. and we'll uh set up a date. Maybe we'll we'll bring that up right after uh this episode and set up a, a time and date. All right, so uh that's pretty much uh uh, some of the husking. so let's get into our final thoughts on this film here. So Eric, what do you got for The Wicker Man, 1973?
4: Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I appreciate his place uh, in in horror, but I'm I'm probably not going to watch it again.
2: Alright, sounds good. Uh, let's go with you, Barrett.
4: Yeah, I like this movie a lot. I
3: uh, think it's just a very interesting movie and fun to watch. The great, grim ending.
2: All right, sounds good. Uh, for me, um, yeah, this this film hit me like a, a punch the first time I watched it and uh, immediately landed up in my top ten horror films of all time like the, the second I watched it, it was because the whole th- film is so uncomfortable. It's disturbing. The ending is unbelievable. Uh, and it even has the midnight movie aspects like boobs and stuff. So it's a high recommend. Great film. Has Christopher Lee in it. Ingrid Pitt. Britt Eklund, among uh, others. So uh, fantastic, and uh, I can't recommend it enough.
1: Um, Mike. So, this was my first time watch. I have certainly heard about it. I can't say the ending was a surprise, uh, given the fact that, you know, it's pretty much the most commonly shown image from the movie. Um, It's not hard to piece together what happens. Uh, but I also don't think it would have been that hard to piece together at uh, the first time. Anyway, it's a bizarre film in a lot of ways. It's definitely a dated film in that it, it was made in 1973. It looks like it was made in 1973. It sounds like <laughs> it was made in 1973. It was a very 1973 movie. Um, but I can't say I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And the ending is is a is a, a kick to the nutsack. Uh, and... and absolutely just goes entirely to the uh the lead actor uh and the way I think he sells his abject terror and how much they drag it out, and also you know the, the the cinematography to get that final shot of the wicker man collapsing in front of the setting sun was uh was really cool indeed
2: indeed yeah yeah i mean they had to i don't even know if they could have reshot if if it didn't work um but yeah all in all uh Fantastic. Uh, Edward Woodward is the actor that you're talking about, the lead actor. Uh, and as Barrett mentioned to me offline, he, as he was watching the film, he said, Oh, my God, I forgot. That was the guy that was in The Equalizer. Yeah. So, so, so if you're a fan of that show uh, back in the day, um, that that that's the man. He's the guy. Um, all right. So uh, once again, uh, this film is called uh, The Wicker Man. Uh, it's from 1973. Uh, it was a cult Classic. Um, it had some issues when it was first released because it kept on getting cu- uh, cut up by the, the, the production company the production company then was bought out by another production company and they cut it out and then uh, when it went to the United States Carmen almost bought it Roger Carmen and he was going to recommend another cut and then it was uh, uh, I think actually bought by by a one of the bigger companies like uh Paramount or something. But either way, um uh there's multiple cuts, but yeah, there there's the there's the quote unquote official cut and the longest cut as well. Um it's it's uh, considered a classic for many reasons. Uh and even if you are not a fan of it, like Eric Eric most certainly uh, made a good point, which it uh is a film that like a lot of classic horror films, uh inspire Many, 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 many other films that followed. Um, And uh, unlike some, this one actually uh, holds up for for most folk anyway. Uh, So uh, check it out. Uh, If you want, um, I got to watch it. I mean, I have the disc, but I I, I watched it on Amazon Prime for free right now. It's there. Uh, But, again, this is uh, November 2nd, 2023, so whenever you listen to this, if you listen to this, like three years from now, uh, it may be somewhere else. But either way, it's readily available in multiple places, including uh, disc. Um, So uh, that was our 600th episode, another tentpole film that we uh, just – reviewed uh thank you for participating in the poll all you folks who did to help us choose this film out of the 16 films i got that right this time eric <laughs> 16 <laughs> yes. films thank you uh so uh that's pretty much uh, the episode and with that stated eric what out. all
4: right thanks for tuning in to our 600th episode let's talk about the wicker man come back next week we'll have another topic